0: I've that? never had. Um, I don't know why. Like the fear of public speaking has never bothered me. Like I, you know, when I started, I was super nervous and stuff. But it wasn't about being up on the stage. It was about being funny. Oh, so yeah. Whether or not I was good. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to Adventure Radio uh, today.
1: We are with Adam Rosenbachs. So Adam is an Australian comedian and an absolutely fantastic guy. Uh, we've had him on the show before, um, back in about episode 40. We had a great chat. So it's comedy festival time. Adam's back and uh, he is back on the show. We just had a great chat, caught up for about an hour and a half. Um, had to do it super early morning, so we had to record from, uh, from my lounge room, actually, back on the couch in my lounge room where it all began. Um, just a really great show also guys uh, Rosie is playing for all you um Rosie is uh, the name that we like to affectionately call him. He's playing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So I know that a lot of our followers are from Melbourne. So he's playing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival um, the weekend after this is released. So that would be the weekend of the um, 13th and 14th. So on the 13th and 14th, you can see Rosie play his Hold My Beer performance at 8.15 at the European... Beer Cafe on the Friday and on the Saturday at 8 15 as well. Um check comedyfestival.com.au for tickets. Guys, before we get into that show, which you're going to love, I uh, just want to have a quick word about our sponsor. So today's show is brought to you by True Protein. Guys, I've been using True Protein's um, specifically their pancake um, high-protein blend. Um, so basically, is um, it's pancakes... Uh, protein pancakes. It's the most amazing thing of all time. Um, they taste epic and, uh, yeah, they're just, they're just rad. So, um, we've got tons and tons of, um, tons and tons of true stuff in the house. We used to use their, I personally used to use their protein before they became a sponsor. Um, now we got all the good stuff and, uh, I've also, I've also been using their creatine. Um, so their creatine is, Epic, um, super, super pure, 99.99% purity guaranteed. I don't really know what that means, but um, tipping it means that it's bloody awesome. So I'm uh, back using creatine helping help me recover, help me get stronger, fitter, leaner, everything that I really want, making me look cool, look big, look sexy. Um, also, guys, uh, I've also been using their um, their WPC... 80 whey protein. So uh, that's just my go-to protein if I'm training. Uh, I'm not training super hard right now. I'm not competing and weightlifting. I'm not um, going ham on anything, but I am training. And when I train, I always like to recover well. And uh, yeah, I use use the true stuff. So guys... the guys at True are epic. They're great at what they do. Um, they've got tons of great athletes that, that back them um, and uh, and use their products. And now uh, they're a sponsor of the show. So we want to help those guys and we want you to support them as well. Take our word for it. You will absolutely love their products. They've got so much good stuff going on. Um, you can head to trueprotein.com.au and use the code ADVF and you will get 10% off any and all of their products. Also don't uh, don't forget to enter our competition uh, giving away two holidays so that can be found at adventure travels page it is pinned to the top you'll find details to uh, to enter there uh, competition between true and adventure so you'll get uh, you'll get two free t- uh, tickets and flights included it's the best giveaway ever so check that out and use advF at checkout when you head to www.trueprotein.com.au we 're also brought to you by adventure travel guys we 've just released our South Africa trip, so if you guys are keen on South Africa, you'll actually shit your pants when you hear what we 're doing um, how 's what happened last night right so this is classic um, had a call with a, with a lovely uh, lovely lady who booked one of our trips back in the day and then unfortunately hurt her hand and couldn't come um we haven't spoken in a little while so i gave her a call just checking in seeing what she was up to um seeing if she wanted to jump on a on a a, uh, one of our trips so she was originally interested in vietnam so i told her about our vietnam trip um nine days all the way through vietnam um hanoi food tours um nimbin and the grottos uh full tour of halong bay and then caving down in in phong nha national park it is the most ridiculous trip of all time and then i moved on to also tell her she wanted to know a little bit about our south africa trip and listen to this guys so south africa we have 8 days through south africa we start. South Africa is my favourite country on the planet. We start in Cape Town, which is my favourite city on the planet. Equal favourite with uh, with Rio de Janeiro. So we start off in uh, in Cape Town. We on day two we'll go out and have an epic epic dinner. Day two um, we we do a hike of the iconic Table Mountain, then we abseil down from the top. Day three, we get excited and get out and do some wine tasting in world-famous Stellenbosch region of Cape Town. Um, rest lazy day the next day. All this time, we're, we're training, yoga, all the good stuff that we do. Day five, we do a dive with a great white shark. And then day six, seven, and eight, we just go on a, on a lazy big five safari in South Africa. That trip is selling like hotcakes, and it's going absolutely bonkers. It's going to be so sick. And the funny thing is... So I explained Vietnam to, to um, Her name's Anna, the, 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 the woman she went, Don't think she'll mind me, uh, me saying her name So I spoke to Anna about Vietnam And she's like, oh my god, so good Tell me about South Africa I told her about South Africa And she was like, you know what? I'm going to book them both and for the first time we've had people flirting with it a lot of late it's, it's never something that I thought would ever happen but we call this a double Audi guys so a double Audi is when someone goes into a, an Audi dealership can't figure out which car he wants out of the two Audis it's a famous sales, uh, sales story can't figure out which, which, uh, which car he wants out of the, uh, the two Audis and the salesman gets, the, uh, gets him to just buy both so basically that's what she did she was so excited by Vietnam so excited by South Africa she was like fuck it I'll take both So we've got so much epic stuff coming up, guys. If you want, our second Vietnam trip is nearly sold out. If you want in on Vietnam, you have to get in quick and let us know. Uh, If you want in on South Africa, that trip will sell out in the next two weeks. Then uh, also, yeah, get in touch and let us know. And uh, yeah, if you go via the website and you use the code RADIO, you can get 10% off uh, any and all of our trips. Anyway... That's enough about adventure fit and enough out of me. Uh, here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery,
0: roger. Go for deploy. Where can we go? Alone
2: what is the future of the human race? Come with me if you want to live. I did Giggity that girl. Giggity-giggity. giggity giggity. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live. Too rare to die.
1: Alrighty, back with uh, here we are back with Adam Rosenbach, Mister eh? Rulesun.
0: Yeah, was a Thanks for having me back.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming back. Pleasure. Yeah, we. I, I, I um. I don't know if Rosie. Actually, believes us that we've moved up in the world yeah, off, that's right. off the couch, but um, <laughs> we're back on the couch. And Rosie's probably like, Yeah, well, you, you blokes are just bullshitting me
2: out. <laughs> or It's
0: <his> <laughs> uh, so weird facing in the same direction and not looking at anything. Yeah. Like, we're, not, we're not watching telly, we're not doing anything. We're just yeah. three fellas just hanging out, <laughs> yeah. talking to each other. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, Rosie, so, mate, Comedy Festival.
0: Yeah, so uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival's on at the moment, and uh, it's, it's a fun time of year. Like, I, I love it. Melbourne's weather's been great, mm. and. Um, Easter it kicked off at Easter, and it's always weird. um you want shitty weather because if it's yeah. if it's good, people go away, yeah, yeah, so you want not like. Terrible weather, but you want it so people don't think. Oh, let's get out of town, but you want it to be in town, and then think. Oh, let's go out. Yeah, you don't and want they-
1: you don't want 200k winds and, and hailstones. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You don't want them don't staying want want in. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah, right. fires all over the place. No, like, no. You know, now now for the seventeenth hour, I don't <laughs> the <back>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just wanted to, um, you wanted to not leave the town. So uh, it was a bit, it was a bit quiet in the opening weekend, which which can tend to happen just because you know it's Easter, people get away, and you know, fair enough. I'd mm. want to go away if I wasn't doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: so. Uh, is Melbourne a Comedy Festival, because I, I agree it's a great time of year, it's my favourite time of year, I love the Comedy Festival. How Is, many shows have you seen? Uh, three. Oh, great. Yeah, I went opening night. Yeah, cool. You know, I go every year, like I'm going Saturday night, um, I'm going to go see Hughie's show over, uh, over the next week. Yep. I'll go to 10 shows.
0: Yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Me, my, my housemate Jane, uh, she, was, she was living with me in that room there till we got, um, we got robbed, that's a whole other story. Okay. Inside job, I reckon it was. Yeah, so right. I reckon it was Tommy. From you, yeah.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> Put my um, hand up there.
1: <laughs> but no, we went to some great shows and that's who I'm going on Saturday with. Um, my mate, Jana. We, we just go and we try and see
0: somebody that we know, somebody that we don't know. Yeah, great. You know? That's a really good way to do it. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, I like I was a fanatic before I started doing stand-up. I used to go every year and look, just get so excited for it because it's just such a fun time mm. of year. Yeah, It's great. And it's such cheap entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? For Where what it you, is, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where can you go and spend an hour, hour and a half? Like, Stephen K. Amos, uh, Amos we went and saw Stephen K. Amos and um, Alex Williamson on. Um, fuck, oh, Alex Williamson makes me laugh, man. Yeah. He's a I haven't dude. seen a lot of his stuff. He's a funny dude. But, and so Stephen K. Amos, he was great. Stephen K. Amos was our show, and it went for like an hour 30. There was no one in between. He's like, I'm just going to go. You guys happy to sit here? We're like, Pff. so, and that was like $30. Yeah, that's
2: pretty good, isn't it? You know? That's
0: great. It's just great. Yeah, it's great value.
1: Good. I just, I just, I, yeah, I really love it. So, well, there's
0: not many other shows where it's going really well, like a movie, and they go, you know what? We're having fun. Let's <laughs> yeah. just chuck yeah. in. That's <laughs> that's so just just yeah. Yeah. You guys want a sequel? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This Star Wars is going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, Let's just nine. add to it. Yeah, we'll yeah. make nine more of them. Thanks, Luke cool. <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> um, How to get robbed in a secure apartment?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> so what happened was, so I was in Vietnam, and um, and Jane was living in that room there um Davey, who's in this room here still he's jane's mate he's a stand-up dude he's a legend i was away so there was a guy in my room there that had been staying with us for a while and there was a new chick that moved in next because i airbnb the room's out okay and then um jane called me she's like hey i got some bad news the house has been robbed i'm like fuck and what's going on she she said well my room's the only room that got robbed and so jane was away so when it happened. That room was somebody in there. That room was somebody in there. That room was somebody in there. Jane was away. Jane was the only person with any valuables in her room as well. Yep. So she got a MacBook stolen, um, an iMac stolen. So a MacBook Pro, yeah, effectively uh, an iMac, a fucking massive, like yeah. three thousand, four thousand dollars, and then a bunch of jewelry, bunch of dresses and stuff. Dresses. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, weird uh, taste. See, <laughs> yeah. see Tommy sweating. See Tommy sweating. Now? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm spitting a little bit. <laughs> but um, so little nice dresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she but, wouldn't let me wear them, so I just took them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing was, um, when it was supposed to have gone down, there was um, it was supposed to have, it had to have gone down between the hours of like twelve and nine p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Okay. And during that time, everybody was in the house in their own rooms. So the police came around, they interviewed everyone, they're like, where were you, where were you, where were you? And they're like, oh, I was here. Like everyone At the time, it, it made sense because Ross used to work from his computer and he would sit in his room a lot. Mm. Davey, Davey has a massive room in there and a, and a balcony to himself so he cruises in there a lot. Yep. And the girl who'd moved in, this really petite, really um, quiet, shy, 18-year-old girl from Northern Territory, she just sat in her room and talked to her boyfriend and this and that. So, so there was this period I was in Vietnam and Jane's laid down all the all the facts on me and so I was in the hostel at the time and I'm I'm sitting with everyone I'm like, Right guys, have a fucking listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're basically playing Cluedo. like yeah, really. Yeah, this you know, is great. This yeah, yeah, yeah. like with the candlestick. Yeah, that's right. And I was on the phone to Jane every day for like an hour doing these and we were actually having a great time. We were laughing our heads off, having a classic But the thing was, so Ross was in my room. So Ross is in my Ross is about fifty five years old computer programmer. Yeah. And a lovely guy. Mm. Genuinely lovely guy. A little bit kooky and socially awkward. Um, Computer guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <You would think.
2: laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so,
0: so, Ross,
1: what happened was the police interviewed Ross and everyone sat down in the house. We found out about two days later that Ross had lied to the police. He actually went to the market that day. And so, Ross became, you know... Suspect number, suspect one. Suspect number, one, number
0: no, one. He's lying to the cops. Yeah, yeah you can't. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's right. He had the candlestick for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: that's right. So he's wiped the CCTV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But what happened he's was a like, listener of
0: the show, by the way, as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah.
1: but Ross is such a socially awkward dude that he, he might have just been like, Oh, yeah, I was in my room the whole time. Yeah, okay. I feel like that's Panicked. probably what happened there. Yep. And when I got back, I said to Ross, I said, Ross, I asked him about what had happened because we, we hadn't figured it out. Mm-hmm. And I said, What's your theory? And I think. And I said to him, why did you fucking lie to the police? Yeah. Like, you yeah. became the only suspect. Yeah. He goes, oh, I don't know. And he showed me his bank balance. He had, like, 300000 i a like,
2: So... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he'd been stealing computers yeah, for three right. years, yeah. obviously. Fucking but, hell. But, um, he had IMAX in his bank that balance. A,
0: was it a high savings account? <laughs> yeah.
2: Because <laughs> you don't want to just run that in your day-to-day. <laughs> no, exactly. Smart access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: but the funny thing was, and this is fucked, so... And, and, and there's going to be heaps of people... That listen to the show that know this person I'm about to reference. So Jane's friend was the one who came around. On this, this is where it gets really fucking messy and, and interesting. So <clears throat> it's supposed to have gone down on the Sunday night, right? So on, the, Jane was away till Tuesday. On the Sunday night, on the Sunday afternoon, Jane's friend calls her up and says, "We're going to call her Dave." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jane's friend calls her up. She says, um, "Shouldn't use Dave. It's going to put me off." Yeah. But, <laughs> but um. She called up and said, can I stay tonight? She's like, yeah, no worries. There's no one home though, so you'll have to knock on the door. Uh, sorry, there's um, there's no key out for you, sorry. And yep. people are home, so you have to knock on the door. She's like, yeah, all right, no worries. She comes around. The story is she's seen Jane's doors wide open yep. and she just walks in Jane's door, sleeps. The bedroom's messy. The computer's not there, but she thought she might have moved it to her mum's because right. she stays with her mum's a bit, all this stuff. It all makes sense, no worries. And that's and it's her friend. So hang on, how did she get in? <clears throat> did she come in through the front door? No, so our balcony there, that has entry to this lounge room and entry to Jane's bedroom. The right one the so stone. she's come
0: up from the street. From the
1: street, On the balcony. Yeah, under yeah, the balcony. Well, like normal people do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all, good. Like it's all back. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we all come up over the balcony. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All dressed <laughs> yeah. in black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So... <laughs> um, so... But... So that kind of made sense and the story checked out and then... So Jane about... Jane tells me all this. I said, yeah. She goes, it was really weird that Kate didn't notice it and tell me straight away. But... On, do you want to Do you want it? Yeah. Um, How's with, the dog? Yeah. Ziggy's. Um. My dog's just um, been de-sexed and he's just crying in the other room. So, mate, they're not. He can cry only he wants. are not coming back. <laughs> 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 they're not. Putting, they're not reattaching yeah, him, buddy. Yeah, Dad, I want my balls. <laughs> um. So. So anyway, so that that all checked out, but then two days later, Jane calls me up. I'm still in Vietnam at this point. Yeah. And she goes, right. Something really weird has happened, and I want to. I want to get your ideas on it. She goes, so, you know, find my iPhone. I said, yeah. She goes, well, they have the same thing with a computer. It's called Find My Device. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, have you have you done it? Like, here we go. Yeah, here we go. This is great. And she goes, she goes, yeah. So I turn on Find My Device, and it says. So remember, it's supposed to have gone down on the Sunday because that's when Kate arrived. Yep. Oh shit! <laughs> Dave, you mean. Dave. Yeah. That's when Dave Did arrived. You just say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway so. So what happened was, so um, Jane looks at the Find My device yep. and because a Find My iPhone can only go off the 3G, can only use the 3G, that's so it always picks up the 3G, Okay. to do Find My device you have to be actually logged on to Wi-Fi, yep. you know what I mean, otherwise yeah, it's just yeah. a bunch of nuts and bolts sitting there yep, dormant. Yep. So with a Find My device, it was seen to be logged on last in this building at 8am <laughs> on the Monday morning... Right before Jane's mate Dave left the apartment.
0: So what you're saying is she was the last to use it. Well, is that what we're picking up here? Well, but so Dave was she, a lesbian.
1: But essentially, she, <laughs> but but it was supposed to have it was supposed to have not been there. It was supposed to have happened Sunday. It was supposed to have not been there. Oh when, right. Yeah, that was the, the story was when when she arrived. It wasn't in the room. The room was really messy. It looked like something had gone down, but she didn't bring any notice to it because she thought Jane might have just left in a rush. Yep. And then two days later we find out that it was logged on the morning the last time it was it was on was the morning of, of the, uh, the 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 departing of, of
2: Jane's great friend. Right. Okay, so to, just to really throw you under the bus here, mate, yeah. what do you think happened?
1: I said, to, I said to Jane, I was in Vietnam. I said to Jane, so she's she's told me exactly that, and I've so I've paused, and I've said, "We know what this means, Jane, She goes, yeah. I know what this means. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah, what this <laughs> means. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not an idiot. You're made, <laughs> to, you're made to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dave's rolled you. Yeah, yeah so, Jesus. But no, look, but there isn't the, the alibi is that there's no way that. That Jane's mate would have been able to get in the door without that that sliding door potentially being open. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, okay. so that's like the alibi there as well. So yeah. it's it's just a fascinating. The it's weird, CCTV, it's very weird. The CCTV. So I went to the building, mate. I said, "Right, let's let's." Oh, you find, do have CCTV. Yeah, yeah, here. we have got it all. So there's CCTV. I said to him, "Well, surely there's CCTV in the in the building." And and they said they got uh, Ralph. He goes. Yeah, we got CCTV everywhere. Everywhere that you can come in and out. I said, "Well, let's just look at the CCTV." I said, "I'll go. I'll do it. I'll yeah, go yeah. through every minute of it." He'd already done that, and he said that he's found that there's one very, very minuscule black um, what's it called black, black spot black spot on the on the CCTV. So the CCTV works. Really, you get twenty on the on the screen. It gets divided into twenty blocks. Yep. When three blocks move, then it records. Otherwise, it just takes up too much hard drive. No oh, okay. It's, so it's so not recording all the time. No, I think that's how most of them work. Yeah, right. So if you, we figured out that oh. if you walk directly in off the street and leave directly from here back onto the street with a fucking Santa sack of fucking Apple <laughs> gear in your pocket and a couple of nice red dresses, you can get away with it. Because you haven't the, set
0: off more than one camera. Nah, that's it's insane. the only
1: way. So whoever whoever did it, whether it's Dave, whether it whether it was Ross, whether it was whoever whoever the fuck else. Me, Have you it was me. put yourself there. <laughs> yeah, well, Think yourself, put yourself,
2: mate. Yeah, um, yeah Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, whoever did it, travel company, absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever did it absolutely fluked the black spot on the. Like, it's it's a it's a fascinating run of events. It's so me and Jane would we, we were we were having so much fun sleuthing this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, she never got a... Cost her, you know, ten grand for for a bit of a laugh, but. <laughs> You know, uh, I
0: can picture her just be like, "This is clutch." Yeah, yeah, I'm loving this. right on a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, I got rolled uh, by the balcony uh, one night. So I had a, a girl come back to my place, and I live like first floor. Is this right? in Thailand? <laughs> no, no, this is definitely in Melbourne. Me be honest here, Rosie. Yeah. Was she Uh No, this is. That's the end of the story. I just wanted to break. So I get, up about, I get up about four in the morning and I walk out uh, to like to go to the bathroom and I see that the balcony door is open. And I was like, oh, we'd been drinking, but I was like, I don't remember opening that. So I went over, locked it, shut it. And then the next morning uh, when we get up to go and she's like, oh, where did you put my handbag? And I said, "I oh, I haven't touched it. And she's like, oh, I can't find it. So we had a quick look around and I was like, fuck, the front door, the balcony door was open and someone had come up over, and I'm first floor, so they, I'm not street level. They'd obviously gotten a boost back up over my balcony, checked the door, and then it was open. So I'd come in, swipe the um, uh, handbag off the couch and then gone back over. And I had like <laughs> my wallet in my ki- on the kitchen bench, yeah. my laptop <sighs> and stuff in the other room, but they just come up, grabbed that and took off. Oh no shit. Yeah. So it's pretty brazen like to yeah. come up oh, over a oh first God. floor balcony. <laughs> yeah. So there's it's cuz it's, you know, one of those new apartments. It's got like a little glass panel in the balcony so you can see into the yep. apartment. And so they must have just looked, had seen the handbag and gone, oh, let's have a crack. Do you know what's scary? Like what people will do just
2: to get like a few hundred bucks, you know, like I remember um, there was a big sweep on it um, that came on the news of just people that would, someone would go walk to the other side of, um, you know, filling their car up with petrol. Yeah. And in between the other person would just duck out nip the bag in from the other side of the car and then drive off. Like, so you've got a car here, right? Yeah. You get out of your car here to start filling up with petrol. Then when you finish filling up, you start walking away or in that process of being turned around to face the petrol. Someone's here, open this door, take the car, take the uh, the handbag, drive off. See, I always, really? I always lock
0: my car when I go back in to pay.
2: Yeah. You guys really? do that? Really? Oh, no. I, I always do that for do sure. really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was told Shit. that from early
0: on as a kid. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. Even, yeah, no one really told me. I just... um. I just do it. Yeah, something yeah. like Because usually I'm like my phone will be sense. on the console or something like that, and I'm just like, oh, ah, yeah. just like it. Yeah, it's just, just easier. It. Yeah, for
1: sure. Fucking yeah, hell. I, thought I don't about trust it anyone. You. Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, you shouldn't trust anyone. No. That's the, that's the sad <laughs> thing. In the city, in Melbourne, right? In Melbourne, safest fucking place you can ever live. Yeah. I've been robbed four times in two years. Really? No, no. Uh, sorry, sorry. It's uh, four times in four years. Um, <clears throat> I've been here nearly two years now. And I was in South Melbourne, where, yeah. we, where we first recorded the first show. So... Have you ever been to Magic Cafe on the corner of Faraz Street and Bank uh, no. Faraz and Bank Street? It is. It's a really good cafe. I changed hands. I haven't been there since, so I don't know what it's like now. But I think it's probably still pretty good. Anyway, <clears throat> Magic Cafe. I went there, right? I went there to have um, breakfast with my uncle. My uncle. Um, I'm sitting facing my uncle here. There's the entry, the doors here. I can see from on about a, a you know 45 degree angle. I can see my car where I parked. Yeah. I'm sitting there having breakfast, with Markle, Yep, no worries. Had a great catch up. This is about nine a.m. I reckon mm. on a believe it was a weekday, and then we finish up. And Markle says, "Do you mind dropping me back at my <clears throat> my truck because I park. He's a apple. He owns an apple orchard, and he'd been to the market. So he's got a huge truck. We at the park miles away. I said, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely, no worries." We jumped my car, and there's like rubbish all over my car. And I thought that there'd been like rats in my car or something like that because that happened, that happened before. like Rats been
2: in your car before. <laughs>
1: Just, Very strange.
2: That's a whole nother <laughs> right story. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Maybe I'm just thinking Ninja Turtles, <laughs> yeah. but um, thought rats. <laughs> yeah, how
2: they getting here? Definitely rats. Yeah,
1: so, so. And then I look behind. I'm like, fuck. Where's my training gear? I must have forgotten my training bag. And then I look. I'm like, didn't forget all my trading tools. Mm. And then I just drop my head. I said, I've been fucking robbed here. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so, Middle of the day, in clear eyesight of where I'm sitting. My car was
0: was was robbed blind. That's insane! Wow! How, how, they, how did that? they get in? Like they bust the lock?
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. So that's exactly what they did. They bust the lock. They they cut around it and pushed it through. Yeah, and then you can just turn the whole head of the lock. Yep, yep. Basically, and you can let stuff in. So
2: it's pretty courageous. Yeah, it was. I was like during the day. It was yeah, they yeah, all yeah, yeah. Boys, yeah. Could be yeah. anyone.
1: Well played, and it was right in front of. So where where my car was parked wasn't like down a little side street that was near this random cafe. It was parked in front of. The, what's it called? The Railway Hotel, which is like. Oh, a yeah, busy yeah. pub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Jesus. Tons so, of people
1: around. Yeah, it was classic. Yeah. got. I, I had my, my car broken into and bike stolen a couple of years ago, and then we yeah. had two bikes stolen off the balcony up here as well. Yeah. Same thing. Jump over the balcony,
0: snip, take the bikes. Oh, so they were locked up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, it's so bad. It's yeah. insane, isn't it? <laughs> I had my car broken into once. I'd left it on the street. Uh, this is in North Fitzroy, so, yeah, pretty safe area. Yeah. And, I go out to it the next morning and then the locks bust and they tried to, you know, uh, jimmy the ignition and didn't get it. And it wasn't until like – a couple of weeks later that I went looking for a CD because I had a bunch of CDs in the glove box. And I, I listen to some pretty full-on metal. Yeah. But uh, they'd only taken one CD. So <laughs> right. they'd gone through it and they've gone, this is shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they just a lot stole it one. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we yeah. can't even
2: sell this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rosie
0: actually found more CDs when he <laughs> <Yeah>. came back. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cash converters yeah. right? going yeah. to take this shit. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: Yeah. What laughs> that was classic. <laughs> Uh.
2: I just quickly—I love the pattern interrupt. This is going to be so funny on YouTube. Yeah. Just a dog with a trombone <laughs> on his head—it's just the most bizarre. It's just go back from the page <laughs> yes. I yes. Know. Oh, so you poor bastard For
1: the listeners that don't know what's going on, Ziggy, Ziggy, my little dog, because we're recording from um, from home today because it's an early one. I uh, couldn't get in the offices, and um, Ziggy's had his had his little uh, his little little understanding little, little tackle ta- tackle taken off, and he's wearing all these funny funny headgear and. Yeah, it looks strange. Ro- Rosie walked in. He's like, "Oh, it's doggy dress up there. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: going for a swim. Tom's
1: yeah. Tom's
2: still dressed. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, so Rosie, what's um? How's the comedy festival going for you? You were saying before the show that you, you know, it, it's a it's a medium sized run for you this time around?
0: Yeah. So if you do the full run, uh, so comedy festival goes from like 29th of March till 22nd of April, I think, for everyone. So if yep. you do a full run, it's about 22 shows. And I'm only doing half of it. So I'm doing two weeks. I'm doing 12 shows. I've added two more next week uh, on Friday the 13th and uh, Saturday the 14th. So if you're in Melbourne, you want to come to the show, yeah. 8.15 at the European Beer Cafe. The show's called Hold My Beer. Um, and you can get tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. But it's just been – it's just so much fun just doing half a run. Like you yeah. just know – I know like, you know, apart from the extra shows, which are going to be fun anyway, there's only three to go and – I'm already tired, so to add that other two weeks in just would have been absolutely brutal. And I'm on at nine thirty, so one I can't eat before a show, so I'll I'll eat at like four pm and then won't eat until after the show if at all. So I just get too full and tired and stuff. And then being on at nine thirty, you just can't go to sleep straight away. You know, you're all wired up and full of adrenaline. So I get home. If I happen to get home by 11.30 midnight, I'm sitting up till one watching telly because I'm just wide awake. Yeah. yeah. So it's just... I'm fucking knackered. Yeah, <laughs> I've sure. only done
1: half the run. So how does it work as a comedian? Like, obviously, you don't just do stand-up. You've got a lot of other stuff that you're involved in. But hmm. do these um, festivals... Like, do you do the other festivals? Do you do other festivals around the world? Like, uh,
0: I've, I've never or- done Edinburgh or Montreal or anything like yep. that. I'd I'd like to do Edinburgh a lot of times because I, I write a lot for television. I've been stuck in Melbourne, yeah, you right. know, working on that because I do a lot with uh, Australian rules footy. Yeah, and that season just sort of precludes you from doing a lot of travel when those festivals are on. Yeah, which is totally fine. I I, I imagine Edinburgh would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it'd just be hard work, you know. Just why so? so many shows on i think there's like 3000 shows on yeah uh, i think i think melbourne has about 600 at the moment mm. and just the competition being, you know, um, no profile over there, yeah. starting from scratch, you know, paying for accommodation, all the stuff, yeah. you're just up against it. Yeah. This is a great way to lose 10 grand. <laughs> yeah, you know? Know, that's right. Fuck yeah. getting your shit stolen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it probably will get stolen. So <laughs> yeah. add another 10 grand yeah. to it. <laughs> no, it's Scotland. So, that's right. and you know, people come back, it just sounds like they've been to war. And you're yeah. like, man, that just sounds so brutal. And I just... I don't know whether um, I've passed that point in my life yeah. where I can be fucked doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, be <laughs> the bloke handing out your pamphlets out the front of the, uh, the, oh, ta- the town hall, the
1: library, eight, eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And people have to do that. And yeah. you know, people have shows at four in the afternoon, and they'll be like, "Oh, I, got, know, I got seven people in, tonight. I was wrapped." And you are like, "Fuck, yeah. that just sounds so dire." You poor you so, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs>
1: like uh, the show we went to the other night was like that. This oh. bloke came up at the town hall and he and he gave he, me the flyer. Yeah, he got, but he was having a ch- we were having a chat and he yeah. was just, and he was telling us all these places that he played. And uh, I was like, oh, he played like the comedy, the comedy sh- store in La Jolla in, in in the U.S. and which I'd heard of before, and all that, and all these festivals here and there. I'm like, oh, it's sick. And I said to Georgia I'm like, should we go, go with this dude? I like this guy. Like yeah. we'll back him in, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we went there, and I reckon, I genuinely reckon, just from the vibes, that the six people in the front front row was filled. Yep. Six people in the front row were, I reckon, family. Okay. Just judging how they interacted after the show. Right. There was a guy in the back left-hand corner who was his laugh guy, I feel like, because every gag, he was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really good, though. Like, yeah, he right. was classic addition to the show. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> classic. And then there was me, yeah, and it was me and George at the back because we, la- we got in like five minutes late and and George was like, fuck, I don't want to get yeah, railed yeah, yeah. by the comedian. So I'm like, I'll oh, we'll just sit at the back. Yeah. And then it was literally like three metres away. But there was about nine of us in the room and, uh, and he came up and really, really thanked us at the end. Oh, <laughs> he was wow. like, so I imagine... Oh, did you go through that? Chip what was his, up? What's his name? Uh, something Leone.
0: Okay. Oh, some, uh, Maybe I don't even Cassie, know
2: him. Cass, Cassie Leone. I imagine you'd have to go through that,
0: though. Something like
2: that. Like, oh, they're, they're, you've got to start from somewhere. Yeah. You
0: know? Unless you get got a TV profile. True. Um yeah you've got to do the flyering and I'm really bad at the fly-ring. I'm because people people always go you're funny and it's like oh fucking I'll kill, yeah. you. I'll kill you what do you reckon yeah. I'm going to say mate yeah, exactly. like you know I'm going to say that I think I'm funny yeah. and don't put me on the spot like that and just just a joke, like, a dickhead. yeah yeah it's like that it's like oh yeah. fuck off and then yeah. then I get that attitude and they're like oh, "We're not coming to your show yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I have other people do my flyering for me now because yeah. it's just it's just big wig yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> um, it's <mom>. just, yeah <laughs> it's like an 8 year old Bangladeshi kid but he does yeah. a good job His family welfare. Well yeah. Is he him out in Bangladesh or Yeah, uh, everywhere. I'm I'm, I'm huge Mate's in the dish. He's a very funny tool. Yeah. If you buy a pair of Nike's you'll find it in the in the shoe. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah. So it's um you do see a lot of people out there flying, and some people are really good at it and can yeah. convince people. And I think it, it's it does help to be out on the street and just trying to sell your own show, but for yeah. me the hour before the show, you just kind of want to focus on the show sometimes, and so you just you you lose a bit of that to, yeah. to try and get people in there. I and then know. sometimes you can be out there for an hour, like flogging your ass, and you'll drag two people in. Yeah, and you're like fuck, that's a lot of work. Yeah,
1: yeah and it it's, is, and it's the. I think it'd be really hard. It's like um the last three weeks I've been making sales calls for Adventure because we our sales chick uh, left us. Yeah, and getting just any sort of no from somebody. Is a bit dejecting. You Absolutely, know? Or that, that that negative attitude, kind of. You know, it's just
0: like oh, it's demoralising after a while. Bit. Yeah, and you just oh. you start to take it personally, and then you've got to turn around and go and just do a, a comedy show straight after that. Yeah. So if you get yeah. 20 people just – and you see, you know, people take your flyer and then just drop it. You're like, yeah. oh, Throw it in the Yeah, get out of my eyesight <laughs> yeah, first, yeah, you know? yeah. Jesus. Oh, one sec, mate. Sure, this sounds great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Hand it to him pre-crumpled.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: I've already pissed on it for you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Please just come to the show.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, shocking. So things like that, you're just like,
2: fuck, you're up against it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we touched on it last show, but I wanted to get into it a bit more – How do you go with just being in front of a crowd? Have you have you ever had issue with that? Like um,
0: a lot of people have a a fear of public speaking, um, bit of stage fright. I've never had. um, I don't know why. Like the fear of public speaking has never bothered me. Like I, you know, when I started, I was super nervous and stuff. But it wasn't about being up on the stage. It was about being funny. Whether or not I was good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I I wasn't like outwardly. you know, wanting to do drama and stuff and being the performer at school. But I was sort of the class dickhead. So I was yeah. always comfortable in that realm of getting laughs for, you know, just being an idiot. Yeah yeah, 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 So that never bothered me. So I was always kind of back myself in that sort of realm. But, yeah, there, there's times when uh, uh, nerves, overcome, like, just overwhelm you. Like the first mm. time you do TV or, you know, when you put pressure on a big a big gig, Yeah. you know, when there's like 3,000 people in a theatre or whatever. Mm. And that's when you just – you know you drink lots of water beforehand, you've still got cotton mouth, you're just so nervous and yeah. you're just trying to calm yourself so you don't stumble over those first couple of words because if you get if you miss hit that first joke and you lose confidence in yourself, it's a fucking very quick downward spiral because yeah. you just you just lose all ability, you yeah. lose how to speak, you might fuck up a word and you're like, just slow down, yeah. Yeah. focus, get it yeah. back. 100%. Yeah, whereas if you get the first one you know, out of the middle of the bat and you're like, I'm away here, yeah. the mean, confidence just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. get a crowd the on your side. You just lift, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I feel like um,
1: <clears throat> this poor bloke the other night had nine, nine, nine people in his show. He started off
0: real shaky. Yeah. Real shaky he did. And um, and that and, puts your audience on edge. Yeah, that's so right. Th- that makes them uncomfortable because they're like, they want you to win. Yeah. Yeah. But you've... They're nervous now. So, they're like, "Oh, yeah. oh God, where's yeah. this going? So Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just thinking, teeth clenched and everyone's yeah, yeah. sphincters are tight. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, come Until on, Bill mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, because um, he got to like the middle part and the latter end of his show and some of the jokes he was coming out with, like he was saying some stuff and I thought about him a couple... Like, one of them I thought about 10 seconds later, I'm like, that was fucking that was the most epic joke. Yeah. But it got... Fuck off. Nothing. Yeah, Yeah, right. For me. Because I thought about it. I'm like, he just doesn't have us on his side. Like you yeah. said, you know. And and I think he, he built a bit of momentum towards the end. But if he had started off well, all these good jokes that he had that he was delivering well halfway through would have been hits. Oh, they were just kind of like, yeah, not bad, mate. Yeah. Good on you. Good on you, mate. And
0: yeah. I, I think you also get... You can get... Um, hurt a little bit and you know you never blame the crowd for this but when it's a small crowd they're less likely to you know have that raucous laughter and the wave yeah. laughter where it just carries on so you can just you'll get a laugh it'll drop you got to start again yeah it's sort of like true. trying to start a lawnmower is the way we kind of do it there's no yeah. there's no wave to ride yeah, you yeah know, you paddle yeah. really hard you stand up wave drops and you're like oh i'll start again yeah yeah and mm. yeah but that that the weirdest thing is when you get a pack crowd, and that happens, you're like, "Why? How is that happening?" It like, yeah. happens on mass, and you can't get the psyche of a crowd. You can never predict mm. how they're going to go. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be really chatty beforehand, and you think, "Oh, this is going to be an easy one," yeah. and then you go out, and it's not. And then other times I'll be really quiet pre-show, and you're like, "Oh, I reckon I'm going to have to work hard here." And then they just explode, mm. and you're like, oh, shit. "Okay, wasn't predicting this." Can you see the crowd when you're <coughs> on there, uh, how, how uh, black's the How dark is the like? Because, because of the because the lights are coming so hard into my eyes, I can see usually about two, maybe three rows back, but beyond that, you ge- actually genuinely can't see. And so many people were like, "You were staring right at me." I'm like, "I don't know what I'm looking at." Yeah, I, I yeah. just, I just, you know, make eye contact with where I think people are sitting, but I, I can't see anyone. So yeah, right, yeah, it, it's weird. You're looking
1: at me in the eyes or the shoulder. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, people go, "Oh, yeah." There was one bit where you were staring right at me. It's like, "Yeah, I have no idea about yeah. that." Yeah. The worst now is. Um, Uh, when people are looking at their phones so they think because it's close to their body and the the light's shining towards them they think oh the light's away so you can't see it but they're lit up yeah (laughs) Yeah. you just see this blue face oh that's shocking and sometimes you want to say something because you think it's bothering everyone but it happens so often now you're just like don't even bother (sighs) because no one else can see it yeah Yeah, you'd be too busy that's shit though isn't it it's yeah. unbelievable. I saw a girl, I went rude. to a show a uh, few years ago at the town hall. So it's full crowd. Everyone's loving it. And I looked across and a girl was on Facebook, like just scrolling oh, through. Man. And you're like, how is your attention span? <laughs> yeah. Like you're, in, yeah. you're being entertained. It's right yeah. there in front of you. That's right. And yeah. you go, well, no, nah, nah, no, I need to know. Yeah. And, but you, and I'm assuming she paid as well. Absolutely. There you go. It's, it's just, just fucking I doing I couldn't this. believe it. Yeah, that that's People
2: just need to do that in an hour. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. So, I uh, mean,
1: it might be addiction oh but it that's, is that's what I, I'm, I've am i just had a week off Instagram I've turned my phone to um, inverted colours oh yeah so the apps look the same most of the stuff works alright but like if you go on YouTube or ESPN.com for videos they're all black they're all blacks the whites are blacks and the colours are yep.
0: and trying to get myself off my phone so you deleted Instagram or you moved the app no otherwise. I deleted the app Yeah, and um, I'm that so doesn't delete you. You can come no, back on
1: and you're there. No, I'll be back on in the next few days really but yeah. I'm going to try and have like a week off every month, I reckon. Okay. Just go, just, just to give myself a break because it's, it's been fucking great but I, I get a lot of business through Instagram, through my own per- People like talking to a person, you know. Yeah, they know yeah. me as the face of the business now and, yeah. you know, it's... So I, I do need it. I don't need it, but I, it's very beneficial to have, you know. So oh,
0: absolutely. And I, I'm the same with Facebook. Like, I yeah. would love to step away from Facebook, but that's where a lot of people can contact me because it's yeah. so easy. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, I'd love to step away from that. Yeah, just- that's
2: the thing, though. Like, I mean, I, I, I <clears throat> like, don't. Like, I just, I totally get that... Look, social media—we can't control it. Social media is yeah. the best for personal business, personal branding. It business. really is. You know, Simple. like yeah. you can't get away with it. So nice. we yeah. got to just figure out a way to have fun with it. You know, yeah, that's a
0: good point actually, because like <coughs> a lot of people get their, you know, they get their uh, misleading news and stuff from that. Oh, I don't get my news from Facebook. Like, I'm yeah. not—I'm not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you just yeah, yeah, go to yeah. go to the sites that you trust. Yeah. And anyone who gets like that, where well, you go, well, you're probably going to get skewed anyway. You're going to believe what you want to believe. That's right. No matter what's put up there. So yeah, right. I, I don't use it for that.
2: Mm. No, and look, I, 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 so I'm a massive hermit crab. I don't watch any news or anything. Yeah. And uh, the only news I would get would maybe be if someone that I follow um, would put something up and I'd just have a quick scroll. But I just, I don't care about the news at all. Like, I got rid of it uh, six months ago and I just started realizing that it was just super negative and yeah. I, I just fucked it off but like so you
0: you don't watch the news
2: mate literally about two months ago really yeah two two months ago i found out that um gay marriage was legalized in australia (laughs) literally i had no idea (laughs) really yeah i don't watch it i literally it's been the best thing for me (laughs) well i mean i I voted yes but that was uh, in october was it or when we were supposed to vote but Uh, it came out pardon the pun it came out in january or something or i think yeah december December, yeah, yeah, I had no idea, I had absolutely no. idea. Is I that was also, right? I was also in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, but well, that, yeah. that's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. let yeah. You you that bit out. Yeah, no, but I had no idea, and um, it's been great for me. But we,
0: we. So you were driving past gay weddings. <laughs> yeah, get out of it, it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: That's, that's wrong.
0: Yeah. Now look, it was actually my
2: dad told me that he was going to a wedding uh, of a lesbian couple. Yeah, and um, I was like, what? And he goes, You mean you're going to watch them have sex? Yeah, that's what. On the internet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dad was looking up Pornhub. I was like, Dad, you can't do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. um, It's a good family. Yeah, we're close. Died family. But uh, yeah, I had no idea. And he's like, Oh, I know it's Australian. I was like, What? i freaked out. But. (laughs) People, I don't know. You get a lot of posts, you know, and you hear things like, "Oh, social media is so bad and like it's ruining the whole world." But like, we can't control it. It's great for my business, it's great for venture, it's great for all yeah. our personal brands. Like, we have a lot more control than people think. Like, you can choose to follow and unfollow whoever you want. Yeah, I just try to have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, no, that's good. But I think the the problem with it is, and we talk about about this. Uh, we we got a comedian. We talk about you like like, like yeah. you know like was we talk about this with this kind of stuff, we talked about with like. We always end up on this topic. Yeah, something, something we do similar a bit. to it. With um,
2: probably thinking about it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. But my mate just got off at uh, Louis and he said it was the best thing he's ever done. He's he had his kid Ted with him and his his kid's like one year old and he's like Daddy, Daddy, and he's like All right, Teddy, hang on, hang on. And he was scrolling on Instagram and Gert, his missus, was sitting next to him scrolling on Instagram as well. He goes, so I'll put on your put on your Barney and friends or friends, whatever the kids watch. Put on <laughs> thirty minute episode of on like the DVD or on Netflix, or whatever. Yeah. And then um, and then uh, so Louis put it on and then he's lost. Thirty minutes, like the TV show has ended, and he realised, and he's like, "Fuck! What have I just done? Yeah, I've just lost thirty minutes of my son that I yeah, can't get yeah. back." Just start uh, leave that door open, Tommy, for Ziggy to float in and out. I think Davey will be cool with that. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think you can use it for good, and, and you can go overboard, but the the apps are made to be addictive. You know, it's,
0: that's 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 the only the only Well, issue. that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. They are designed to give you that hit. I was I was listening to this is um uh, slightly different thing, but, you know, built to get into your brain. I was uh, listening to a thing on the radio and they were talking about uh, the pokies and how the pokies are built, you know, mm. to to be addictive and they're designed to that. But you get more of a dopamine hit <clears throat> from almost winning than winning. <sighs> Isn't that terrible? Yeah, right. So when you win, you're like, oh, that was good. But when you almost win, you're like, fuck, that was great. Yeah. 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 And that, that's yeah. just incredible that they yeah. prey on the fact that you... You know, when you nearly got one, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's even a bigger but hit. But you lost. That fucks you your l- brain. <laughs> yeah. You didn't win. You're yeah. like, yeah, oh, I won. But yeah. nah, that other one was, that yeah. you know, close yeah. one was better. lost. The about,
2: like, so if we're moving into the area of self-awareness now, it's kind of like, you know, when we've all played the single game, you know, that sort of stuff. A lot of blokes talk about how the chase is so fun. Yeah. No blokes talk about, I mean... Just from maybe my friendship group, but I guess some of the single blokes that love being single at the moment talk about, "Oh fuck, I love the chase, man!" But they don't specifically say, "I love banging tons of cheeks," yeah, because it's you almost get there. It's the exact same premise, you know. Yeah, So it's yeah. like if you can start to look yeah, inwardly nah, upon you, yourself, you're exactly right. You know what I mean? It's the
1: adrenaline rush
2: of That's the right. whole build up. That's right.
1: Yeah, And then yeah, you get to the you get to the point. Where you're like,
0: oh, yeah. well, what yeah. am, this is Do you guys gamble? No, nah, nah. I've never gambled. No, nah, yeah, no. Nah. Nah. Um, but uh, that, that's one thing I can't understand. Like you know, I'll have a flutter at uh, Melbourne Cup and stuff, but I can switch it off and it doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. But just I don't understand uh, that addiction. Neither. Like how people you know just spend time Neither. in the TAB and Because yeah. I just you work so hard for your cash well, just yeah. to give it away. I'm like fuck that. It, it doesn't. Know. But even
1: when I win on a race, I like because I'm the same. I if I'm I'll, I'll only really bet on the on the races and only for like. You know, a couple of the big events, maybe, and and some some race seasons I won't bet at all. You know, yeah. I might spend probably spent a thousand bucks, hundred bucks over, over the course of my life. And even yeah. when I win, I'm like, oh yeah, one yeah. one hundred fifty bucks or yeah. two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. But I've, I'm spending, I'm, I feel like I'm aware enough that I'm spending hundred fifty bucks on this particular day. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, spend, yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's just go get that bit. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it's not even like I don't even get the fucking rush no, out of it. I don't it, get no. a rush. It's a, It is a strange run because some people just get. Like, you think of the people that are the deranged pokey addicts. Mm. Like, the go... I had a chick who was staying with me. Ching, she uh, she was Chinese. And she was a lovely, lovely chick. She was a lawyer. Smart as fuck. So nice. Uh, young chick. She's like 26. And she started coming home really late. <coughs> she, she, she'd come from Adelaide, I think. And she'd just started, like, with a new firm in Melbourne. Right. And she'd come home... She started to come home really late um, for, a, for a run. She was with me for about three months. And then... Yeah, like second month in, I'm like, hey, I said one night to her, I said, Chingy, what have you been doing? Yeah. You're getting home really late. You got, you got a guy going on. She's like, oh, no. And she was like, really shy. And, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll leave it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and a week later, and she's coming home super late. Like, I'm not seeing her. I'm only seeing her in the day. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing tonight? Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'm embarrassed. And yeah, she was down at the casino every night.
2: So I really? think that's a lot yeah. to play with water, like if hours. I'm being honest with you. So, really? Well, so I, I have another part-time job, which is like a servicing job. And yep. a lot of the jobs um, we do are at casinos, and sporting clubs and things. And, you know, this is obviously not any news to anyone, but like the surprisingly overwhelming demographic is, you know, people that are retired. Mm. you know and I just feel like it has a lot to do with boredom but yeah, if you're okay. because you see them you see them go in groups so there's that sense of community you yeah. know which is obviously a, a an evolutionary need for the us they're all having a bit of fun with a bit of dopamine kicks here and there and they're drinking they're laughing like it gives yeah, okay, them so it's it very social them, it is yeah it gives them something to do like but I guess the sad thing is that you know they're losing money they're playing off something which has negative feedback and negative drawbacks and as social as it is, when you're actually involved in the task, it's just you and the machine. Yeah. So they're not actually mm. doing this. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is quite sad. But mm. I feel like boredom has a a part to play on on many addictions and many sort of you know mental disorders yeah. and things.
1: Say porn addiction, they reckon. Oh yeah. I reckon it's. Well, uh, they reckon. Yeah. yeah. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah no, nah, that's interesting. My mate. My mate. Um. Tommy's a really big punter, and um. My mate Corey was working at Sportsbet uh and and we were uh, one day we were like we should look up Tommy's Tommy's records see how much <laughs> he's put across because he's put across a lot he's, he's a foreman so he earns really good really good wa- uh, yeah. wage smart dude it's never I don't think it's ever gone um out of out of gotten out of hand right. um but the way that he explains it to me is he goes well I give myself an allowance per week which is a decent a bit a bit and he goes and that's you know, that's what I use for my entertainment, which is punting. He goes, yeah. I know that I'm never going to win. I know I'm throwing my money away, but <clears throat> I might spend 200 bucks a week on that side of my life. That's me, my entertainment. I study the form. I get excited by this. I do these carnivals and stuff. Yep. And it's, you know, he's like, it's like going to a night at the opera. People like to spend four or five hours having a nice dinner and going to a night at the opera for their entertainment. That's not what I like to do with my entertainment. I entertain myself by following the horses and, and, and footy, footy, punting on footy and stuff like that. So, you know, you can kind of understand yeah. that but i mean that then it just
2: at some point for most people it gets out of hand you well know. it's a half justification in my books It's i like I mean yeah, yeah look I understand that this meth isn't great for me but you know I give yeah, enjoy it, it. yeah yeah <laughs> I don't
0: like the opera yeah exactly yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly
1: Yeah. Exactly right yeah. I just do Funny meth at the opera yeah, yeah. yeah that's right one of my favourite things to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd find, see I'd, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd watch meth opera yeah exactly yeah <laughs> That'd be good. I watch spotting. <laughs> I watch yeah, yeah. spotting live yeah. on, on, on stage that was like a meth oh, opera yeah
1: Daniel last year was sick when spotting 2 came out Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was tra- fun. Train spotting live. Yeah, it was really good. They played it in, played it in Melbourne for like four weeks. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, do you so. guys
2: feel like you do anything that <clears throat> feeds an addiction when you get bored?
0: I mean, it's uh, very easy. Like when you're writing, uh, trying to write the show, or whatever. Very easy to just get lost in the internet. Like, oh yeah, that, that's kind of where what I'll do to when I'm bored mm. to just you know look at news sites yeah. and just chase that kind of thing down. But no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I do. Yeah. 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 I've, um, I couldn't um,
2: agree more. Um, I, I, when I have, I'll give myself like a, you know, five or 10 minute break after work or something. But I mean, the work that I do, I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, time will pass. Um, I mean, I, I've, I'm interested because I feel like no amount of meditation through my years of life could ever stop me from just losing an extra 20 minutes just going down a rabbit hole on YouTube, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I just lose myself on YouTube. And you can yeah, let yourself YouTube do it, but then you out. just
0: sort of go, all right, you've got a deadline, one more video, and then you're done. Like exactly. You, and, and the other thing is deadlines are fucking great because you need to get shit done. hundred percent. You know, because otherwise 100%. you lose your livelihood. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm not. I've never. The puntings never
1: grabbed me. I used to smoke cigarettes, and I gave them up like that. I mean, when I'm really drunk, I'll have a cigarette or two sometimes these days. Yeah, but like, smoked for a fair few years there, and okay. and, and, and socially smoked for ages. Yeah, no worries there. <coughs> How was but, that? Like, uh, so you just went cold turkey? Yeah, I smoked from when I was probably 14 to about 18. I smoked, smoked. Yeah, and then from about 18 to 20. 526, I socially smoked, but I'd smoke a pack or two a week. Yeah, right. I socially smoked, I'd drink every weekend for sure at least. Yeah. And what I would do is I would justify I'm only having a cigarette if I've had a beer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, but I would finish work or, or, or football, more, more so it was football, and I'd go through the bottle shop and I'd go, um, slab of beers, if I was going to the, 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 my mate, John or, or six beers and a packet of Peter Stuyvesant and 20 soft pack. That's yeah, how, yeah, that's what i smoke. The cool ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> click at the <laughs> yeah, bottom, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, so but then I would have a sip of my beer and I would Instantly st- want to dart Straight away. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. I, would, I would I would I would get the beer quickly so I would have a sip quickly so I could have spark a dart in the, the week. kinda of like the weekend had landed co kind of like yep. you know, and I did that I did that for years and years and years and then yeah, I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to smoke anymore and I just didn't. I didn't smoke for like, you know, two or three years and then now, you know, I get a little bit angry at myself if I have, you know a dart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or more than one or two in a night and that, that happens from time to time and I feel a bit a bit of an idiot. But I'd never had an any issues getting getting rid of that, but yeah, for me, one hundred percent the internet. Like I'm, mm. I'm with the phone thing. Like it's great that you don't have to. Do it. Like I have said like many times, I'm addicted to my phone, yeah. the internet, and my phone. Instagram, <coughs> Instagram, and YouTube, and I fucking really do like YouTube. But as soon as I come home, I turn on the TV and I go straight to YouTube and I just start a fucking six-hour. Really? Yeah, it's just when I'm when I'm if I'm doing a sending some emails, doing some stuff from here. Like I work from my office, but if I, I do some work from here, yep. If I'm making some food, whatever, I've got YouTube playing. Really?
0: Yep. Most of the day, yeah. What about Live Leak? Why don't you go to Live Leak? What's that? Step it up a bit. So When's Live Leak is like the dark <clears throat> the dark YouTube. Oh really? Yeah, that yeah. Some- that's where uh, people put up, you know, like insurgents videos and oh, stuff like that. Like <laughs> shit that Great. shit Great. that they can't put on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live leak. Stuff Lake. I oh, really yeah. want to uh, like, to. Yeah, it's next level. LiveLeak
2: <laughs> yeah. Live Leak Live is every now and then a Live Leak video comes up on YouTube or Facebook or something, it's some sort of like ISIS beheading. Yeah. I've seen that shit before. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's some there's some grim shit, but that's a that's a wormhole you can
2: head there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. no I, but look, like addiction, I don't know. Look, as someone that, uh, you know, has uh, played around with addiction, look, like, that sounds weird. I've never had a heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've dabbled. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, dabbled had a little bit. Yeah. yeah, smoked a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, addiction has such a negative connotation, I feel, in, in today's society. It's like, you know, we are talking about The Power of Habit before. Charles Dewey's great yeah. book. Like, uh, things that are, I'm addicted to... Um, in life today predominantly a positive addictions yeah, no, I really feel we'll yeah those, yeah you know? not all yeah. negative yeah yeah, yeah. 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 like I, I used to watch I remember like being a teenager just walking around with a 24-7 boner <laughs> and just like being bored watch a bit of porn have a sesh yeah. like <laughs> you know uh, but those things have changed to now CrossFit I absolutely love I'm really addicted to it I really really love it yeah um, but then I'm also equally addicted to um uh, i really like i really really do enjoy um, sitting down and reading now i can really lose myself in that and that's become a real like it's a little bit of a negative thing now cuz i'm like fuck i need to learn something so that's a bit average but over like yeah, I guess it, generally it's positive.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is positive. Yeah. No, so I mean, when you're at CrossFit, how how quickly do you take your shirt off? Oh, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> very quickly. Good. Yeah, yeah. Within Mate, within seconds. Walking. So asking. It's, about, yeah. it's yeah.
1: about asking when he takes his pants yeah. off. That's, that's right. Yeah, right. That's and that's right. about yeah. three or four minutes. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: that's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, once you're in the box, though,
2: pants are off. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a bit of an innuendo there. But uh, look, I'm a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm actually a coach, so pants are off before I start actually telling the members what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. <coughs> have you done CrossFit before? I have. Oh, whereabouts? Uh, so I was at uh, the Fitzroy one. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, – was that in, uh, CrossFit Victoria? Yes, that's yeah, the one. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's it was.
0: Good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was just a bit too uh, – it just got a bit samey for me. Yeah. It was like, you know what? I'm sick of squats.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the irony of that is that C- Crossfit is like prides itself for being constantly varied. You guys suck. You just the same shit every time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that, that was one thing I found. Yeah. It wasn't as varied as I hoped because, you know, I'd watched yeah. the Crossfit games on ESPN and yeah. loved what they did in that. But in this particular uh, box that we were training in, you go, just, they don't have enough of the equipment and it just wasn't varied. Right. You know, it was almost the same stuff re- over and over and you yeah. just kind of got bored with that. Mm. yeah that i mean routine sucks for sure yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no i think um I, I think i've got some healthy-ish addictions like i think i'm addicted to making adventure at work you yeah know? that's great I mean, that's yeah I, I i get you know if i get a day like it was really hard for me <coughs> i don't know if you're <coughs> the same rosie with with, with you know comedy and, and trying to always get better i, I it, it might be because i'm in the young period with my where i'm at with my company but i had a i had the easter weekend off like yep. i had Friday and Monday. Yeah, I, I okay. might have sent a few emails here and there, whatever. But I, I basically took the whole weekend off. And and is that still, hard to do? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking like oh, I felt oh, like yeah. I had bug's corn up my skin. I'm like, oh, I need it, but, well, you, I, but I was did. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, relax. Yeah, take your breath, chill out. Took Ziggy for a big hike. You know, caught up with tons of people. Had to preoccupy myself. Otherwise, my go-to wouldn't be read, go for a run, do something for myself. My go-to would be open my laptop and start punching out emails, start yeah, trying to yeah. sell shit.
0: You know, yeah. trying to make money. So uh, are, you, are you like that when you go on holidays? Like takes three or four days before you can actually go fucking switch off. Like it's okay. Yeah,
1: yeah it's not my. Uh, just let yourself let
0: yourself be. It's alright. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah it's, it's not really my hard. default.
1: I think it's not my default. I think when I'm on holiday and like in the past, I, I I go on holiday and I'm into it. Okay. I think so. I think like what the position I'm in right now is probably just. I know that I'm still in the danger zone. I'm pretty passionate about what I do, so I just need to, you know, make sure that I'm doing what I can to make sure that we survive. Yeah, and we, we're pretty well. We're, we're, we're there-ish, you know, now, but so yeah, because I'm not—I work really hard, but I'm not a—I'm not a hard worker. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I'm not—I'm not born to, to graft. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm born to fucking sit on the couch. You yeah, know? great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you're
0: working hard to make yourself comfortable.
1: Yeah, I'm working hard because I have to. Yeah. Because the yeah.
0: alternative of, of of going back to
1: what I used to do or finding something else is is not what horrifying. I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So yeah, horrifying is probably the right word. Horrifying is the right word, and and that's, but I think that's like <clears throat> that's even scaring itself because. I've seen a psychologist when I went through a rough, rough patch back in the day and now I see him from time to time just to catch up just so I think it's healthy and it's, yeah. and it's, it's really good to get pre um, prehab your mind. Yep. You know what I mean? Get stronger in the mind and know more about yourself. And we talked one day about the fact that like so much of my... You know, like say if you walked away from comedy, for example, like how much of your persona... And for me as well, like, I'm that adventure guy. You're Adam Rosenmarks, the comedian. Like, yeah, how much yeah. of our persona is attached to the thing yeah. that we do? And the thing that we do doesn't always work. You know what I mean? And, and it, I think it smashes people from time to time because if I walked away from adventure, I'm like, well, who the fuck am I? You know, it's. Oh,
0: mate. Probably I, I can't even imagine a world where I'm not doing standard because I'd be like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. yeah. And you're right. What, what am I without yeah. it? You yeah. Know? Who am I? Yeah. You oh, guys fuck. been following Jim
2: Carrey? Yeah. It makes you think of it 100%. Yeah. You know, Jim Carrey. Used to get so into his characters that he kind of forgot about who Jim Carrey was. Because yeah, if you think okay. about it, we're completely defined by our characteristics yeah. and our habits. You know, mm. before that is just a thought. You know, mm. you like you think of something funny, you say, "Oh, Adam Rose makes a funny guy." Yeah. You know, so if you start switching your thoughts around, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, depersonalization becomes a very real thing. Yeah, Jim Carrey's going deep on that, hasn't he? It is a bit scary. I, <laughs> oh, I, totally. Yeah, I, I watched. Uh, I was watching him when he was talking about that. I got a bit of anxiety. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, you know, what? Well, who the fuck am I then? You know. Yeah. But then, you know, you just kind of think, well, you know, as long as what you're doing, if you're, if it sits with you well, and it's your authentic self, you know, and yeah. You could you, what you're saying and doing is the the true you? Then that's great, mm.
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. I have to be wary with Jim Jim Carrey stuff and, and people like that because I think when I'm when I'm down in the dumps and having a bit of rough time, rundown or, or like if I'm having like a bit of anxious or whatever, I see through things too much, you know. And I, I go <laughs> like Jim Carrey's talking about like what, what? Do you see the red carpet thing with Jim Carrey? No. He was at the. Uh, he was it sort at of kicked a, it off, hey. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was at a. Um, he was at a red carpet event, and this lady came up to interview him. She's like, "Oh, Jim Carrey, interesting to see you here at Fashion Week." What are you doing here? Who are you here to see? And Jim Carrey's like, "Well, I'm just here because this is the most useless place that I can be, the most <laughs> useless part of our culture, yeah. the most useless part of society." And he started saying, "And she's like, and he goes, and to the point of me being here, I'm not here." He goes, "I'm a, I'm i uh, I'm a collaboration of atoms buzzing at a high frequency, none of which are touching. I'm, I'm Stardust." And he started going on this fucking crazy yeah, rant, yeah, yeah. and it was epic. It was hilarious. It was also like, "Hey Jim, calm down, have a laugh." Like he giving this poor reporter was like, "Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm sure, she's loving <laughs> it." Oh, good, Jim Carrey's,
2: yeah, right, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but I, I look at it sometimes and I like oh fuck I think a little bit like that like, oh, yeah. I think you just have with all that kind of stuff I think it's good to think deeply about the world but then it's really good to also just be a little bit deliberately be ignorant, uh, ignorant and and and
0: just you know go roll the punches and just be all how part much of it. I mean as much as uh, sometimes uh, these people are horrifying because they don't think but you know people who just um, they just nothing bothers them. They don't give a fuck about the yeah, world. Yeah. They don't care like what's dogs. happening. Yeah, just, <laughs> but there's humans out there. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, just, I, I go home. I enjoy my beer on the weekend. I don't think. I go to work. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. It's just stressless. That's great. I, Good on a I couldn't oh, fuck. I would love to live that yeah, life. Yeah, I know. I'm just oh, not overthinking just have, every fucking second of my day. Yeah. You have to be
1: dumb. Yeah. I'm not joking when I say that. You do the, have to be dumb. The, 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 the rate of suicide once you get past – I forget what's a good IQ but like you know say 120 is quite smart you know once you get past 120 into the 130s into the 140s into the 150s the higher you go IQ wise the rate of suicide skyrockets skyrockets absolutely skyrockets for that reason because yeah. you're like what's the fucking like what am I because you're in? thinking
0: about every moment
1: yeah, yeah and you, you're assessing how ridiculous a lot of the stuff that we do is a lot, yeah. of, the, a lot of the things in the world whereas if you're cletus you know, yeah. it's just like hey, Carl, cool. yeah, yeah. Then you just, um, you you, you, you just go with the flow. You, you're yeah. happy with
0: everything You don't know, question shit. Yeah, and you're, yeah, you're content.
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, I, look, yeah. I see, I used to think like that, right?
0: And when I had a, a real
2: bad truck with uh, with mental health issues, yep. I was very, very envious of people like that that yep. were just kind of happy going through all this, you know. But at the same time, so I recently got um, diagnosed with ADHD, and yep. I, this is not surprising. Like I was diagnosed. Um, younger pretty much and I'd known it my whole life and I've just been looking into it a little bit more recently and stuff and um, I, I probably think it's way more prevalent than people who get diagnosed but anyway um, I, uh, I've been looking into all this stuff a little bit more and I think that if you are someone that looks into you know everything so much and overanalyzing. It, it's like a superpower that you can use. Yeah. So like you would be so much less funny if you weren't like that. You know, yeah. you couldn't see the stupidity. You know, yeah, You would not be able yeah. to start a business yeah. if you couldn't see what could help people. Think, yeah. You no, know what for I mean? Sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think you're right there. You, we just got to use it. You got to yeah. use it the right way. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like, so, does that mean you're on? Do they put you straight on Ritalin that so kind of stuff? I, they
2: no. So I um I've oh really yeah true a with,
0: the, with the camera I um, out a
2: shot of the never lyric. wanted to be I mean I could have been di- uh, medicated <laughs> with OCD uh, anxiety medication yep. um, but I never wanted to um, I just I just never had a, a good feeling about it but what I do I, I, so I'm I'm trying to start my own thing as well yep. and um, I've always been a phased person I was always addicted to I was my first thing was uh, Lego as a kid then it became <laughs> footy so was mine yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right and um, and it was guitar. And I just remember thinking, I just remember thinking back, like every day I'd play guitar for six hours a day. Lego was all day. Yeah. Um, my mum took me uh, to see a hearing specialist because I um, was, she thought I was deaf, um, but I just had acute selective hearing. Um, if I, if I got a little bit of boredom at all, I'd start to get very anxious and I'd always fidget and things like that. Okay. Um, but um, as, as I've, so the the mental health issues that I had before were the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to unravel everything that I'd fucked up in my life and the way I was living life and yeah. go, okay, what the fuck? Like, I actually need to put some more productive things into place here. Yep. And meditation was a great thing, but actually just finding things that I'm really passionate about and um, becoming really good friends with people that I was really, really like I aspired to be, but also was just really happy with hanging around with. And yep. my life now is very much always go, go, go as it is for everyone. But the systems in my life now are such that I don't feel like I need medication. You know, Sundays are are completely off with my partner. Um, My business, I'm uh, totally obsessed about it. So that it fuels that boredom. CrossFit gets rid of the the energy and um, the diet that I've kind of moved to or slowly moving to um, helps with just decreasing the energy as well. So I feel, you know, there are different spectrums for everything, but... You know, I think I think there was a big sort of ADHD move, ADHD move in like the early two thousands to the mid two thousands, and I just wonder how many kids that were diagnosed were eating Fruit Loops every morning. Like I just, yeah, I, yeah, do you know, yeah. what I mean? like I just yeah. think there are so many things in our life that we're fucking up as a modern society that you can you can actually filter it in the right way. Yeah, you know, at least for me. Yes. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm not the end of the spectrum. Yeah, but yeah, mm, no, hundred percent. Yeah. So it works really well. I just limit my sugar, try to eat good, healthy food, and do things that satisfy the person I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You tailor it for yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got different things of other things, you know. Whether I was diagnosed with ADHD or not, like, this is just the way that I feel like I need to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: So, Rosie, you were talking about um, earlier you're involved in that AFL. You said that before at the start of the show, yeah, kind of stuff. What are you doing at the moment? Like, What's what's a week look like for you?
0: Uh, okay, so um, I work for The Front Bar, which is a show on Channel 7 mm. with yep. uh, Mick Malloy and Sam Pang. So that's a footy uh, football show. So I write for that three days a week. I work on The Weekly with Charlie Pickering three days a week. Yep. So that's a show on the ABC. It's very news-based. So that's why when you said you don't read the news, I was like, fuck that... Fascinates me because, uh, you know, I'm so caught up in this 24-hour news cycle because I'm always online just seeing it refresh and the bullshit that flows through there. And, yeah, it skips through most of the world because no one needs to be that up-to-date, but they need to put content out there Yeah, yeah, so they're always filling it. Um, So that's like three days a week on each show over four days. So I'm kind Mm -hmm. of smashed from Monday to Thursday. And then comedy festival at the moment and then just do a bit of radio here and there. And I've got my – AFL footy podcast, mm, Junk yeah. Time. Yeah, nice. So one. that's on uh, Record that's right. That, Sunday Arvos, and then at the moment trying to write a book as well. So, Oh, really? Yeah, oh. a bit going on. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I went overseas with my dad a few years ago, so I'm writing a book about that. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah, because it was a fucking nightmare. Oh, really? Yeah, because
2: he uh, he's centering.
0: insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's he hated like, that. That's so good. <laughs> he, he's all right. He just hated everything, like oh, really? everything. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Paris, mate. He hated Paris. Really? Oh. Why? Just reckon it stunk like cats' piss. Reckon everyone was unfriendly. It's like they weren't. I've mate. heard that before, though.
2: <laughs> they were really nice to us. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't it a thing that French people are super obnoxious unless you like can speak a bit here and there? Or?
0: Well, that that's kind of the rumor. But um, when he came back, he's like, oh, "They're all rude." I'm like, "Who? Who was rude to us? Like, yeah. well, they were fine." Yeah. And this one guy, we got stuck in a car park uh, trying to get a high car out, and you know when you got to hit the button to talk to security and stuff, well, it was all in French. And the guy was behind us, and he came over, and he did it all for us and could speak English and helped us out of the car park. And I was like, what about that guy? He couldn't have been more helpful, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I guess that was all right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so things like that. He was just – he was – he'd never travelled before. Right. And yeah, he'd never been outside of Australia. Oh, really? Oh, well, he was born in Germany but came here when he was two. Gotcha. And um, – yeah, he just—he wasn't prepared for it. Yeah, and yeah, it was not easy. <laughs> that's classic. So I'm writing a book about that. Yeah. So okay, that's classic. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's a non-fiction, obviously. Or yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it should be fun, and I have done a comedy festival show about it. So the show does exist, <laughs> right? I just need to flesh it out a bit more. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's classic. So does your dad know you're writing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's aware. He's okay. aware. He was—he was a part of the last show, and um. And this is like, uh, so the show did really well because it just tapped into, you know, travel and traveling with your parents. People just came to it. And so the Herald Sun wanted to do a photo shoot with us. And so I was like, Dad, I need you for a photo shoot. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, "Mate," because he's really reluctant. And I'm like, mate, I need it. You know, I need it for publicity. And he goes, well, they can blur my face out. I'm like, you're you're not a fucking (laughs) pedophile, mate. We're not blurring your face out. And so we got it to the point where he was holding suitcases in front of him and it blocked out his face. And that's how how he was happy, yeah. Really? Oh, he just didn't want to do it. I'm like, I need this. Yeah. He's like, I'll do it, but I don't want my face on. Oh, what a classic they later found out that he uh, actually was a pedophile so that's the last yeah, pretty yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> chapter of the book yeah that's the last of the
1: book basically blurred out Yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: Fucky chapter of
0: the book familiar better check those suitcases yeah yeah oh that's classic um yeah, sweet. So yeah, so that's kind of my, my life at the moment. So mm. yeah, it's it's uh it's busy but it's really enjoyable. Like yeah. I enjoy everything I do and yeah, perfect. You know, the, yep. the junk the, the podcast junk time is uh it's really good fun. Yeah, yeah, Just it's get to well. say shit that you know you don't hear on radio and yeah. Yep. I love my footy.
2: Mm. Yeah, for sure. That I mean that was something that um I you were a little bit quicker to get to that um to that spot with the podcast. I was I was very happy being my true self yeah. um straight away. And Bill, I guess just the mic freaked him out a little bit. But he was also very happy to bit. say, speak his mind completely yep. straight off the bat. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, this is my first real sort of intro to uh, a personal brand, really, yep. you know. But I, I guess it all came crashing down when we did a show about the first time we ejaculated <laughs> about 50 shows in. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
0: was a good one. Popular? Yeah. I
2: said there was one story that I wouldn't
1: tell. And then I told it. Yeah, you told 80, it. 80 episodes yeah. in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> involved a ladyboy and. In- you know, all okay. that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So yeah. um yeah, no, that's great. So that's um yeah, one one thing I wanted to ask you, Rosie. Um, as well like all these comedians he's
2: just done a wee <laughs> fucking hell uh, what a comedy of errors yeah, that's classic Ziggy mate. for everyone listening at home Ziggy Sorry, the dog has just uh, uh, right. urinated on the green mat here and uh, didn't piss that's, on me it's okay yeah. it's that's the first time I've seen Rosie a little bit uh, complacent here <laughs> yeah. he's, he's looking a little bit
1: he's edgy he's not into it yeah. no not I'm not, into, I'm not into it either really he's a, he's a clean man <laughs> Ziggy mate you lost your balls yesterday you do that again I'll tell you what your dick's gone as well mate yeah lose the snossage <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> look at that face he knows what he's done, he though. He knows exactly what he's done. We've all been there. But, um, Pissed during a podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to ask like all these comedians that don't have or uh, don't have as much going on as what you have. You have obviously a number of different jobs inside of comedy. Yeah. Like if you're a stand up stand up, say you're like a, um Say you're this young bloke starting out, or say you you've moved up a little bit and you you know you you got filling some shows at the comedy festival, but like what does a year look like for a comedian? Do, do, do Is it all about festivals? Is it all about touring? Is it just like, right, I do Saturday, Sunday shows in the week? And then, like, how does it actually work?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a really tough one. It's um, Because there's people with profile who can make it work year-round. Like, say, Dave Hughes or Will Anderson, they could tour the country and, yeah. you know, sell out shows around Australia sort of thing. Yeah. So when you're first starting out, there's just not that uh, opportunity just because – the rooms that there are in melbourne you can't do them every week yeah so you can book get booked there like every 4 or 6 weeks i suppose so there's just not that much chance to uh do stand up to a big crowd and earn enough money yeah so it's it's really difficult like i f- for a lot of stand ups who go oh i'm just going to i'm going to become a full time stand up before i um uh or just become a full time stand up and quit my job and you are kind of like I don't know why you need to quit your job. Like, yeah, stick that's it right. out. You can do both for a little while. It's for a bit sure. shit, but I, sure. I'd just keep it there until you get a TV writing job or something <laughs> that can start paying the bills. Because to yeah. just pay it from stand-up would be almost impossible. Yeah, because right. there's just not enough paid rooms. Because um, you know, if you have, uh, if you've got rent, say it's two hundred bucks a week rent. To to get two hundred bucks a week consistently out of comedy and live is just not an easy thing when you're starting out. Those gigs just aren't there. Yeah, for sure. So there are a lot who just go, "Yeah, I'm going to become full time comic." You're like, "Yeah, I don't know if you need to do that." Yeah. You know, you can you can take your time. You can um, do do a bit of both. That's kind of what I did until I felt comfortable. And you know, and also there's not a, a shitload of TV writing gigs out there either. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly right. But that's the same. I know that. I mean that. just sounds very impulsive to me in anything in life. Like just to throw all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Even people that would just like throw all their savings into capital for a new business or something. It's like just relax a bit. You know. Like, yes. Just see. But even even just see if it's actually something that you really want to do. Yeah. You know, like you may not want to be a comedian when you find out that you know what you have to do. Yeah. Put all your eggs in that
0: basket. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the one thing it may do for people is uh, once you're committed to it and you realise I need to. Uh, work harder because this is it. Yeah. Uh, I've got no other income and so you might you may push a little bit harder but there's no opportunity. Like the comedy festival is a chance to make money because, you know, uh, people come into your show and yeah. you're, you're going to get people coming to see you specifically. But outside of that, there's no real opportunity to make a shitload of cash no. No. unless you're really well known. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. And then,
2: it, then it's cash cow. So what is... What is the life of – So I know you've got your other jobs, but if someone is out there maybe listening to the show yeah. and wants to be a full-time comedian, yep. what what does that actually entail? Because Bill says it all the time that, you know, oh, he gets to travel the world, but his job is sending emails. So, yeah, so yeah. what's a full-time comedian's life actually like?
0: Yeah, well, so for me, it's uh, a lot of time spent at home, a lot of time just, um, you know, reading up on the news and stuff. And depending on the show you're working on, like uh, the front bar – The contact hours are pretty small. I do a lot of stuff from home just because there's no point in sitting in an office. Things happen Mm. sporadically and in bits and spurts. So you'll go in for a Thursday show. We'll have a production meeting on a Tuesday for an hour and a bit and then Wednesday – it's all, uh, that's when I write by myself at home. Right. And then Thursday about five o'clock we go in for rehearsal and for the show. Okay. So you don't spend a lot of time in there, whereas the weekly with Charlie Pickering, I mean at the ABC, in the offices because you've got to be around other people and you're looking at vision and you're talking to people and you need a lot of feedback in meetings and to run through scripts. Yeah. So that's kind of full, more full-time and more full-on Right. than the other show. But both get the same... End result, they just uh, are done in different styles. Yeah, for sure. And it's same, like, if you were writing for a sketch show, mostly you would do that from home. Okay. Yeah. And so... So
2: Wednesdays are your writing day. So, I mean, how do you do you just sit down and go, okay, like how do you start going through a joke here and
0: there? And, um, so because it's footy-based, you've already got the topics. Yeah. And then they'll give you a rundown of what's going to be in the show. So you kind of start typing that out and you go, all right, the topic is like uh, you know, um, a game in Shanghai. So then you'll just start writing jokes about that. So they'll give you the topics and then you just start writing to that. Yeah. Stand-up's a little bit harder to write for because um, – it's a blank slate. You know, yeah. you just got a, a white piece of paper there that you can just write whatever you want. So that can be a bit more difficult because you're like, "Fuck, where do I start?" Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I'm always anything that happens, always jot down ideas so you can write it down and then work on it at a later later date. Yeah, and I guess, I guess, I, I feel like I don't know. I mean, is
2: self-deprecation an easy thing to fall back to? Like, is it something that you? Can, I mean, you can always if you can look at yourself objectively and go, "I, I suck here."
0: You know, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. You know. You've got to know your, you've got to know your weaknesses because yeah. if you don't, then you're fucking deluded. Yeah, exactly. You know, and yeah, and, yeah, and also, um, you just can't uh, like for any of us, You just can't believe you're, you're um, infallible. No, for sure. You know that you've got no weaknesses because everyone does. And yeah. if you can make fun of them and know them, then it's just a lot easier to be able to pick up where um, you know the bits that you probably need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think you can overdo self-deprecation like the audience are for like sure. alright we're here for a reason we like you Yeah, so just fucking back off on that
2: well I mean that's the thing cause like, it's like so if
0: we get it you're fat you know yeah like, you yeah, know, it becomes tiresome that's if right. you keep yeah. going
2: there I just feel like is there is there maybe like a stereotype with uh, people that are overweight like always laughing about the fact that they're overweight I don't know I
0: don't know <laughs> yeah I, I know what you're saying and it's like they, they say it because they're comfortable with it but then it almost gets to that tipping point you're like are you comfortable Shit, with it, or you just saying, yeah, and you're making us uncomfortable about yeah. it, yeah. the fat right. fuck? Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Just, it's a hard, it's a hard thing because everyone wants to do self-deprecation to show I'm comfortable with it, but then it goes to the point where you're like, are well, you protesting too much now? Exactly, you're making yeah. me, you're making me feel weird. Yeah, 100 oh, percent. I feel, I feel like a uh, a good sort of you know half and half
2: of that is like you make fun of yourself, you know, you admit that you you screw in here but then that failure you can also relate that to a thing that we all do as human beings yeah
0: yeah, yeah. And, and that's what people like yeah when you do something or you talk about something that everyone does and they're like yeah we love that yeah people love getting shit pointed out like that <laughs> 100% so they can nudge their friend next to them oh I do that yeah <laughs> you know, they love it you're a that,
1: cockhead yeah yeah, yeah, well. yeah, so
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I love this guy yeah. Yeah. he's on a dick <laughs>
2: for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. that's
1: great hey, um Tommy reckon we should do six from six with Rosie, I don't know if we did it last time. We would have, but we'll the change questions two. questions would have been different. we we'll changed
2: change two questions.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I reckon we we give it a crack. You gotta go. You wanna go six, yeah, six again? I reckon. I reckon. Uh-huh. Let's do it. So, what's do you remember name? six from six last time?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you remember us? <laughs> vaguely. vaguely. <laughs> when was it? It was like two years ago, wasn't it? Uh, and <laughs> i just come back from Afghanistan. A year and a half did ago, I reckon.
2: Would mm. you in Afghanistan?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't remember it now? No, oh. I literally <laughs> don't. Were you in Afghanistan? Yeah, for for the for the gigs for the troops. Oh, yes, I do remember that. So last year I went to uh, Baghdad.
2: Oh, yes. In
0: Iraq. How was that? It was great. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Got to shoot AK-47s because they were training up the – at that stage, they were training up the Iraqi army to take back Mosul from ISIS. Oh, yeah. And so they were training up all the Iraqi army dudes. And so that was really, really fascinating. Jeez, that'll give you some perspective, surely. Oh, yeah, seeing those dudes on the base and because – Uh, Because there was a tendency, particularly in Afghanistan, when they'd be training up the the local troops, they'd go a bit rogue and they'd end up turning on the troops. So they'd let them shoot on the range, then take the weapons off them and wouldn't let them just sit around with weapons. They were just like, you're too volatile. Yeah. But they were telling us the one thing that the Iraqi troops do... uh, They can't train out of them. So they train them how to fight, you know, how to take back the city. But they have a thing called uh, insular, which is God willing. Yep. So if God wills it, it will happen, right? And so they go, these guys will just fucking run from behind a wall and just start shooting, right? Just stand in an open street. And they're like, if God wills it, I'll live. And they're like, yeah, but if you didn't, be a dickhead yeah. and bolt out from behind yeah. that fucking wall. Yeah. God would will that you'd still be alive. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's and so on. they have so much faith in, you yeah. know, just, no, nah, if, God, if God wants it, I will live. Oh. And that's why they said you can't train that at them. And I think that's why uh, them becoming uh, like suicide bombers and stuff, you get into their headspace of how that works for them. It's like God wills it. Totally. So yep. if I get blown to bits, that's what God wanted. Oh. And so it's a really hard thing. So they're trying to teach them tactics, but they go, they, they'll do random shit like that. Yeah. And I remember go, that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that goes against everything we're trying to teach, we've yeah. been taught, and you guys are insane.
2: Well, I remember That's that. So in Jocko Willing's crazy. book,
0: um, he talks about, you know, how the
2: US Navy SEALs were trying to train, you know, um, the Iraqi forces to yeah. take back their own city, you know, and there was a huge protest amongst them. This was in the mid-2000s. Yeah. And, um, Huge protests against them He's like, "Hey, look, you know, if if we don't train them to take back their own city, we're going to be stuck here for the rest of our lives. Yeah, so yeah. So mission incomplete. You yes. Know? So it's like they're going to have a
0: skin in the fight. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's exactly right. Like we'll be able to do it because we're way better than any sort of rogue little you know, yeah ISIS yeah. thing here and there. But we can't. We've got we've got other shit to do. Yeah, you know? and you ne- yeah, you need them to take back their own stuff. You have to. Yeah. yeah. But and that also like taking back their own city or their own space just gives them a profound sense of patriotism. You know. Yes. that they want that area as well you know yeah they want to keep it they want to maintain yeah. the the piece that they yeah. fought so hard to
0: to get yeah yeah exactly you know I mean? and take back your own city kind yeah. of thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. we got to shoot i got to shoot ak-47 so that was, it. that was pretty exciting Did that just go nuts <laughs> is it hard uh it wasn't too hard so we we're on the range you're <laughs> lying down and we had the uh bulletproof vest on as well so you didn't really get the sense of the kickback but Right-o. yeah it was it was just fun to hold the, the yeah. you know you, your weapon never, of choice yeah. from a terrorist yeah oh, never, exactly never it was pretty great yeah, I've never, never shot a gun. Never shot a gun. Haven't been. you? No, I've never shot a gun, no. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I suppose I hadn't. Um, but uh, the last time I went before Afghanistan, we went on the range with the SAS. Did you really? So they Gosh. had all their weapons lined up and we just moved from one to the next. Yeah. And that That's was so sick. fucking the SAS, next level, man. Mate, that was great. They're next level. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're the big dogs. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They really are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one of our uh, mutual friends, um, we're trying to get him on the show and I've, I've wanted to get him on the show for ages, but he was in the SAS for seven years. Yeah. But obviously, like... I can understand the reluctancy to get on the show because they're just so high up. But I just imagine like what they would I like how There's not a lot he can talk about. Well not exactly. But one thing I do notice about him is that um him and a mate of his that uh his mate, he's a pretty high up in the police force as well. They always stand with their with uh their back to a wall. Yeah so they can just see the area. Yeah, you just yeah. notice little behavioural traits. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Always surveying the scene. There you go. Yeah. That's same, is it? Yeah.
0: They're always mm. good in your get you in and choke a chokehold. hold. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just control the situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mate,
2: I'm just having a beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could go rogue. Yeah. fair. Yeah. God <laughs> willing. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: a bit of uh, a
1: Really classy. Yeah. Um, I wanted you to. Um, I tried to tell your your remember that that joke you told me the um, oh, yeah. you know the one. Do you reckon you can tell it on the air? Oh yeah. I need
2: to tell Rosie. It's a politically incorrect joke. Yeah, but, but, but it's not my joke.
1: Because I, I, t- I know it's not your joke, but like the one that cause I I don't know and I know this is very like oh Rosie tell us a joke like yeah, yeah. it's not what but but I know one joke right because I went to the um went to the comedy festival with George the other day we were having dinner and she's like you know any jokes I'm like yeah I know one and it was in a restaurant. And I delivered the punchline like I whispered. It doesn't work yeah. like that. It just doesn't. You know the no, joke. No, I've got to say tell it right. Rosie the joke. Okay. I want It's, uh, it's real. It's really dodgy. Tell that <laughs> uh. intro. Story, tell the remember the intro. Oh, the like, actual story. Yeah. T- no, no. But oh, I'll let you, t- I'll let okay. you well, tell. Well, it. so
2: so one of my mates, his dad was on one of the planes um, for in nine eleven. Yeah. So for United ninety three, I can't remember which one that was. Oh no, no, it was would have been the other ones that went into one of the towers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, called him up on the way um, you know on the way before it was going into the tower and um, it really fucked my mate around because you know the last words that my dad actually said that his dad actually said to him was hello <laughs> i it's That's very funny. Funny. <laughs> great. It's great. Eh? Yeah, shocking joke. <laughs> it's it's just, you know, joke. the first time I ever heard it. I was just shocked. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? I oh, like okay. it. was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Mate, I love yeah. that joke. Yeah, um, it's, it's a good one. It's right.
1: very good. <laughs> so, Rosie, um, let's do six from six. We'll, we'll get you out of here. Um, so. We definitely did this last time, but like I we've changed the question. So yeah, anyway, we'll see, we'll see. You might notice a couple of them. Um, so my first question is, um, favorite
0: travel destination that you've been that you just absolutely love? Uh, yeah, okay. So I would have uh, been to a few more places since I was last on, but uh, <laughs> there's a couple there. I loved Barcelona. Yeah. I thought Barcelona was great, but uh, I went to Tokyo and fucking if that's not the oh. best town in the world <laughs> i absolutely adored it and I love Japan like Kyoto was right up there as well yeah. uh, and Osaka was fantastic but Tokyo so yeah. much fun yeah, so much fun it's like it's designed by a four year old that's
1: exactly what I say about the city it's like, I say it's like it's designed by children
0: yeah, I was so about to say that what do you want they're like I want loud noises yeah. I want uh, toys and yeah. I want lights you have gone that, you've got it I want that
1: 40 foot building to be two two cartoon characters yeah. with large swords and a female with breasts this big yeah. I, want them, I want them to be painted on that 40 really? foot building how amazing is building.
0: it yeah it's the best and the food is great the yeah. drink the culture is fantastic they're so polite it's so clean yeah. it's so safe Wow. it's ridiculous and it is next level like so many little neighbourhoods so and stuff and really? the food so weird, food's though. amazing yeah yeah. I'd, I'd really love to it. go. it's, it's great. just it's
1: kooky man like we yeah. went to the, the, the robot restaurant Did you go to the robot oh, restaurant oh fuck yeah <laughs> Is it great, mate? It's what you imagine a robot restaurant really? would be. Yeah, Make a, a restaurant where, where where basically
0: it's a shitter show. <laughs> <laughs> it's really shit. It's almost like it's like a, it's so shit. It's good. It's, it's like their version of like Dracula's or. Um, you know, Witches in Bridges sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's high-tech and they come out playing drums <laughs> and there's robots and shit and lasers. And then after about 10 minutes, they have a fucking break. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what are you having a break for? Yeah. Like, it's just started. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the whole joint is set up. It looks like uh, we went to the bathroom there. It's like... Uh, this gold toilet it looked like Saddam Hussein's bathroom like it was just full on yeah you walk you walk
1: through the joint to get in there and it's like you walk through rooms that are just like a thousand small little mirrors on the walls and you're like what the fuck and then they're like there's a robot band in this yeah. crazy colourful foyer. it's like you're walking through it's like you're on acid actually
0: yeah, when you're walking yeah.
1: through there it's like you're just like what the
2: fuck yeah. is and going like, on
0: here like Tron if you've seen <laughs> oh, that yeah. Yeah. Tron Tron's great. it's like that
2: yeah it's That's fucking nuts, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So real fun, weird you said,
0: Tron. I, I had
2: a genuine hallucination experience on um, shrooms and I was felt like I was going down the grid. Oh, really? Yeah, really great. hectic. Really weird. It was, it was a negative experience. <laughs> but,
0: uh, really great. Yeah. I really died. <laughs> yeah. Did really you play Pachinko it. when you were over there? No. You know that game they play? No. So there's this, there's this game um, and you stumble across it. It's almost like it, it, they look like uh, pokies, like where people play pokies, <laughs> right? So you go in. And it's the loudest fucking thing you've ever heard. It's just ding, 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 bells and all this sort of <laughs> shit. And what people do is they get um, a basket full of uh, ball bearings, probably like a, maybe a centimetre across or so, um, and they pour it into the machine. And so they go down the machine and you've got to uh, move like little paddles and stuff and you get the, you guide the balls and they go into a slot. Yep. Right? But you don't win any money. You don't win anything. <laughs> yeah. You just get more balls to come through. Really? And people play it en masse and they pour thousands of balls in and it's the loudest fucking thing <laughs> you've ever heard and it's packed and it's run by, like, the mafia and stuff. <laughs> like, it, it's a money spinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's yeah, like they're pokies. Jeez, that's called nice. pachinko. It's fucking pachinko. insane. No, yeah. So where's the dopamine kick from that? Oh, I, just, well, I couldn't work out how to play it. We yeah, went yeah, in there right. and we're just like spinning buttons and stuff, <laughs> yeah, and it was just really loud. Yeah, yeah. and the guys like, "Oh, you got to try and get it into that bit." And we're like, "Okay." Yeah, hey, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah, but people like it's packed twenty four seven. That's People insane. always playing it. Isn't
2: that insane? Yeah, that scares me a little bit. Where like that's the technology revolution area, and
0: people are playing with balls all the whole time. Yeah, you know, it's like a, so. I'm, a, I'm intrigued. Maybe you can win money, but I didn't see anyone winning anything They Just want more balls to pour back into the machine. And you buy a basket for like a uh, you know 100 yen or whatever. Really, and you get a big basket and pour it in. 100 yen's not cheap, hey. Oh, reckon, No, that's probably you about... that, mate? T- I don't know. I've got no idea. That's about oh, 10 bucks. It's about 10 oh, bucks. about 10 bucks or I so, it is like, yeah, okay. I can't remember. Yeah. I, that's why I, t- I
1: questioned Tommy because yeah. like, I can't remember the exchange rate at all. And Tommy was just like, you know there's exchange rates there. for like a thousand? Yeah, Give <laughs> yeah, me a yeah. thousand give dollar. Mate, I've been a millionaire in Laos. Yeah, yeah. True,
2: yeah. Closest place I've been is Adelaide.
1: Yeah, sweet. No, Japan's hilarious. My brother just got back from there, actually. Yeah. I'd recommend it highly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second question is dream destination somewhere you haven't been top of the bucket list.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Because um, I have been kind of thinking about where I'd like to go next. I reckon um, yeah, probably Mexico would be the next yeah, place I'm heading to. It's good fun. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So I really want to do that sort of Mexico City and south, like Oaxaca and all that yep. kind yeah, yeah. of area. So Escondido yeah. is really good. Yeah, that, that, I'm really looking forward to that. Photos, Puerto's. And maybe Juarez, you know, see, see a couple of gun battles. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, right. right. Get yeah. some yeah, cheap. It Get a okay couple of bricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how to add yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple of bricks of Coke. <laughs> yeah. Be great. It yeah, it'd yeah. like. yeah, be fine. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'd be um, back in Australia. I'd blend right in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, You yeah. hey, look the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> With a name like Rosemar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're my people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. So... Body Yeah. Um,
1: um and my last question is any books that you recommend to people can be any sort of uh, any sort of read
0: well we we're talking before we uh, started on this uh, the the power of habit which I've I really enjoyed I thought it was just a great book and mm. it was just talking about you know uh, habits and the way they f- they can help our lives and the way you, you can um, restructure your own to make it you know, into a positive and help yourself out on a daily basis it was just a really fascinating read and how mm. people apply them particularly to sporting teams I really enjoyed the way that uh, they kind of explain that in the book so yeah it's called The Power of Habit I really enjoyed it yes I haven't read that one good one really yep. good one.
2: nice one just a, there's a little bit at the end of that which is great and there's, um, there was this example of someone that used The Power of Habit Um, that understanding of it to change and so he figured out so they always talk about um, the habit and then the reward and you can change the reward but you can't change the habit so if your habit from from memory so this bloke at 3 p.m every day at work he'd always get himself a donut and if you you know take a bit of time to realize what that is the habit or I guess the the trigger or maybe it's triggers a better word the trigger is boredom you know he wants a break so instead of changing the so he changed the reward from eating a donut to go and talking with his mate and just that little change he lost five ten kilos over mm. six months or something because yeah. you can change the reward it's a great little book
0: yeah yeah, yeah. No, and, and little tricks like that yeah the, the fascinating one was um, was it the guy with Alzheimer's who couldn't remember he couldn't remember basically anything in the house but he always remembered the house because of habit. And like, uh, even though he couldn't remember that his habit that was so ingrained, like he he would go for a walk every day and when he came back, he wouldn't know anyone that's in the house. He wouldn't know where shit was in the house, but he knew the house. Yeah. It was a really fascinating read. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you can understand why it happens. Like a survival, we can only process one cue at a time. Like yeah. if we were thinking about putting the accelerator down and then yeah, changing the gear right. the your whole time. a perfect example. You'd be fucked.
1: Like, you could drive home with your eyes closed. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't... You can oh, we all do. Yeah. One eye closed while you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Shoot watch a gun. Watch this,
1: fellas.
2: You're yeah. up, Tommy. Okay. So what do you like to do when you have some spare time? Get a bit of downtime in you?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question because I don't get a lot of it and I I find that really hard to uh, – in the lead-up to the festival, I won't allow myself time for that. Like if I go to the movies or something like that, I'm like, you should be writing. You I get really strong on myself. So just to be able to sit down and uh, watch a movie or go to the movies or something like that, just to be able to switch off for two or three hours is massive for me and just to not think about comedy and – what's coming up next and, yeah, you know, what, aren't I, what am I not doing in this moment? I find that really hard. So, like, I, I love going and exercising and stuff because that's one time where I can switch off for an hour <coughs> and just not – it's like my meditation, as I'm yeah. sure it is for you blokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if I could do anything, it would just be like to sit in a park and read mm. and just switch off and mm. not think about, you know, should be doing something, why aren't you doing this, send an email, yeah. what's happening here? So that that is like an ultimate pleasure, which i don't I don't get to do enough, yeah, yeah, but I know sure. I know that I'm relaxed if I'm reading, yeah, because that means that yeah I'm comfortable and I've given myself a break,
2: mm. yeah cool mm. yeah, okay, um what
0: about someone you look up to um, who's your favorite comedian of all time anyone? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a couple. There's one guy called um, Norm Macdonald. I know Norm Macdonald, yeah. Yeah, who's like a yeah. Canadian who was on Saturday Night Live. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I like, fucking love him and love his stuff. His book was a bit shit and it was really disappointing, actually. But right. um, yeah, I just uh, really, really enjoy his style. He yeah, very on dark. And, um, he's
1: on a sitcom. Uh, he was on one sitcom at some point, wasn't he, that we all knew? and Yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, it was. Was it not Saturday Night Live? No, no, it was a sitcom. He was on a sitcom. I know from a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know who Norm Macdonald is. there. Yeah. yeah yep. Was he on
0: the Drew Carey show? a yeah. b- bit maybe. Yeah,
1: I think he was on the Drew Carey show. Yeah,
0: but he's okay. very funny. He's yeah, very right. funny. Yeah. I
1: really like him. You can um, see he's on. Um, he's in that um Jerry Seinfeld um Netflix in, in comedians with, uh, writing in cars. Oh, is he? I watched one. All oh, right, Jim, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, with, uh, really not Jim Carey with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld,
2: he's very he's funny. Used to watch that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, if you could uh, have a dinner, a sit-down dinner. Oh yeah. Three people you'd invite. Uh,
0: who'd you get down who would i get down um i'd love to get uh vladimir putin i'd love <laughs> to know what's going on like oh, he's lad. got he's got a plan for world domination <laughs> for sure and just to just to get a uh, bit of a heads up just to know where i should be in, <laughs> yeah. in a certain point in life um would be a cl-
2: just quickly do you know estimate how much he's worth his net worth
0: uh, oh, he's, he's definitely a billionaire, be, isn't he? Yep. Have yeah, be yeah. Because he, he's got all that. He tapped into all the oil and stuff like with all the oligarchs. Yep. Without uh, looking at this, just 30, let me... 30 bill?
2: $200 billion. <laughs> How fucked is that? I would not have <laughs> thought
1: of that. Is that... That would put him nearly top of the pops worldwide, nearly. Yeah. He's, Jeff uh, Bezos he's running is, pretty hard.
2: Yeah. That's, Jeff Bezos
1: is... I reckon Jeff Bezos will be the first trillionaire yeah. or Elon Musk because yeah. their companies are growing so, so yeah. fast. Depending on how Tesla and SpaceX go, but, but I think Bezos is only like 300 billion. Yeah, billion. he's not much, is he? <laughs> uh,
0: who else? So right? that's, Stephen that's, King. That's I'd love, love oh, to Stephen I'd King. Love to sit down with Stephen King because yeah. he's just uh, yeah. I haven't read one of his books in a long time, but um, have you seen it? I haven't. Is oh, it good? Yeah, it's good. So good. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking good. so good. I need to reread yeah. the book because I read that when I was younger uh, and was... I remember loving it. But yeah, uh, yeah, would oh, be mate. fascinating chatting to him. it uh, would be.
2: Yeah. I just watched 1922, which is on Netflix. It's one of his books. Okay. Uh, really great, too. Yeah? Like, he's he's just... His mind is warped. Did he man. write... Um, did he write... Am I tripping
1: out? Did he write Green Mile and Shawshank as well? Are they, yes. Are they Stephen King? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Sh- he wrote Shawshank?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> the- Shawshank... I think he wrote, and I could be wrong here, but there was a, a book of four. It was, a, it was only a short story, but it was written as, I think, Richard Backman. He wrote these books under a pseudonym for, Russia. I don't know why, maybe take the pressure off him. And I think that may have been in that one. He also wrote Running Man. the, really? which really? was the um, Arnie. Yeah, the Arnie. I used to
1: love that movie. That was yeah. my
0: favourite Arnie movie. And it wow. was, a, it was yeah. a really good, um, it was a, again, it was a short story. Yep. Yeah, that's was great. <laughs> that's incredible, isn't it? Someone Someone that the books just he's pumped out are oh. just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it I always is thought he was a ho- fucking next level. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I always thought he was just a horror writer, That's why yeah. I never, I've never really um, read most of his stuff. But the further you, you, you go into it, like all those things, all those um, stories that we just mentioned, there's only one of them that's not even really horror, which is it. You know, yeah, like Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption,
0: no. Running Man, like they're just epic story. Yeah. There's a great one called uh, <clears throat> again. I think it's a short story, uh, Secret Window, Secret Garden, which Secret uh, Garden, in the movie. Well, Johnny Depp Secret window. was in, Secret window. In, in the movie. Secret Window. Yeah. Oh. The, the movie wasn't as good, Secret but the book Guns, is. Um, yes.
1: Wind in my hair and the sand yeah. in my feet. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound very <laughs> Stephen no, King.
2: No. <laughs> no, that was very <laughs> flat. <too. laughs> yeah. Secret. Uh, I've seen that one. Secret Window. That was a good little thriller, but it wasn't an amazing movie. I imagine the book would be a little better. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, last one, mate. Two oh. bikes there. Trying to, to mix think of that. The
0: gender roles there. Uh, trying to think uh, who else. I. No, no. I'll, yeah. uh, uh, Dave Grohl. Oh, Dave Grohl. love to sit down with Dave Grohl. Yeah. He's just, uh, like, I've, I have met him. I met him at Triple M Did once when really? I was working there. Yeah, and he was oh, awesome. And he's just a fun bloke and mm. just be great to sit down and mm. chat music with him. Yeah. I'd love so would
2: that. You want, would you want 90s Dave Grohl or modern day Dave Grohl?
0: No, I reckon modern day. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I went and saw the Foo Fighters. Uh, they were out in Melbourne about three months ago now. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Just good, fun rock band. And, yep. You know, I don't, the bands that I see are usually playing in pubs, so it's just good to see some good stadium rock. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Mm.
2: For sure. Great. Well, uh, give us a Comedy Festival plug.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, my show is called Hold My Beer. I've got a couple more to go. Uh, tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. So by the time this comes out, it will be Friday 13th and Saturday 14th, yep. 8.15pm at the European Beer Cafe. Perfect. Love it.
1: Beautiful. Anywhere else people can find you, mate? Anything mm. else? Uh, uh, you can go to my media, website, website,
0: rosie.com.au, or else uh, check out my podcast, Junk Time AFL, if you're into your footy. Great. Cool. Rosie's with a Z? It is, yes. Perfect.
2: Rosie with a Z.com.
0: All righty. Well, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me again. It's All been
1: right. a pleasure. Round Beautiful. two, and uh, that's a wrap.
2: All righty, guys. If you
1: like that show with our man, Rosie, then... Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. If you're already a subscriber on iTunes, make sure you head over and subscribe on YouTube. We're starting to get lots of, uh, lots of. YouTube subscribers now. Not only do we have our radio stuff on there, but we've also got heaps of epic travel content. And we have a photo video team on every trip now. So you're going to just see more and more epic um, stories from travel and stories from around the world, stories from our trips. So make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe. The show notes for anything that you need on this trip, uh, on this, in that show, can be found at www.eventsfittravel.com forward slash radio. And don't forget to check out trueprotein.com.au. Use the code ADVF to get 10% off. And make sure you head to adventurefittravel.com. Use the code RADIO for 10% off there. Any and all trips. See you next week.